The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. members of the Canadian Music Hall of Fame, the Bare Naked Ladies. It's been one week since you looked at me. Chuck your head in the side and said, I'm angry. My days is you left me. Saying, get back together, come back and see me. Three days is a living room. I realize it's my fault, but couldn't tell you. This day you've forgiven me. But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Hoping I'm a most a good point, cause I make you stop thinking. You're looking at that for me. So much fish to the dish of a while, like challenges, I like sushi. Never touch a frying pan, hot like wasabi when I put scribes. We clink the end lines. I'm bound to foul you Bird camp, it's got a mad hit Trying to match wits Trying to hold me but I put through Gonna make a break and take a pick I like a stinking ink and check And I can live it It's fine as the flavors See the show cause you need to go But I go as gonna go Cause it's a bean And I'm sign a weaver You can't help it if you think it's funny when you're mad Try not to smile though I feel bad I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral Can't understand what I mean Well you're soon well Have a tendency to work my mind on my sleep Have a history of taking on my shirt One week's to do the Watch the next files when the lights on, weird on the laser. Smoking bands in this one, they cover some photo, getting frantic at a stinking tent trick. See, it's guaranteed to satisfy the chorus. I'm a underman film, so can't I don't make films. But did they have a samurai? You get a set, but it comes behind the camera, tiny numbers, so mine's are always flying up the back swing. Get into my seven, look, it's like a tune has got the boom, man, I make babes. Maybe think the wrong thing. I can't have it, even think it funny when you're mad. Trying hard to smile, or feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral, can't understand what I mean. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Not only did the bare naked ladies reform, so did me and Kat. Boom. The bare naked ladies reformed at the weekend. And you know what? It was beautiful. And you know what? I'm shutting up for the second song as well. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, I'd buy you a house, I would buy you a house. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, buy you furniture for your house, maybe an ice chest or filler, an ottoman, 
If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a cake car, a nice flying automobile. If I had a million dollars, I'd buy your Thank you, everybody. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the Bare Naked Ladies Reform this weekend, it's all over. There's no point in us doing any of this nonsense because they have already done it. Man alive! That made me so happy seeing those guys. They were having so much fun. Did you see it? They were having so much fun. Who knows? Who who knows? There's a strong chance that maybe that fun was being put on for the cameras. You know, those guys... Is my computer on? Why can I not hear you, man? Why can I not hear you? Oh, because I haven't pressed play, that's why. Um, maybe they were putting it on for, for the cameras. Who knows? They're professional artists. They are, um, um, well, I nearly said prick teasers, and I don't know if they are officially, but that's all showbiz is, isn't it? It's just tickling the end of the penis for as long as you possibly can, leaving the um, customer to go home with blue balls. At least that's what I've always thought show business was. Am I doing something wrong? There's your clickbait headline for tomorrow, you sad sacks. Um, so, I'm back. I had a week off. And then I had two nights off because, you know, ah! And I'm here and I'm feeling fired up and I'm ready to go. And let's just see what the hell we've missed. Good evening, Chris. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well, Chris. I'm pumped up. I'm fired. I'm ready to go. What have you got for us tonight, Chris? Good to have you back. Um, well, I was calling with some good news, but to be honest, you beat me to it, because I was going to say, had you already seen the Bare Naked Ladies? Oh, man, I love... I tried to get them... I was doing Good Morning Britain on Monday, and I tried to get them to include the Bare Naked Ladies um, in the show business report, and, and they didn't, and I was a little bit discombobulated. I was a little bit thrown off the scent on Monday's Good Morning Britain, because Richard Maidley was there. I did I, see, yeah. I, I, and I'd always thought... And Kath will back me up on this. Quick, quick, can someone just tweet um, mirror celebs that I'm talking about something they might want to might, might do, okay? Um, I'd always thought that Richard Madeley had beef with me, Chris, because years and years ago on the 11 o'clock show, we used to take the mickey out of him and um, Judy. We used to do it, right? And then about 13 years ago, 12, 11, 12, 13 years ago, Richard did an interview in GQ magazine where he said... Um, one of the worst people I've ever come across is this guy called Ian Lee. He's uh, mean and nasty. He's left TV and now works in radio. Well, television's gain is radio's loss, right? This is about 12, 13 years ago. So yeah. for the last 12, 13 years, that, that little paragraph, that little throwaway couple of sentences has been percolating in my brain and every now and then i would feel really bad about it and i would try and as the americans say reach out to richard i would reach out to richard to can you get the mirror story about this please catherine i would reach out to richard um via his bbc email via twitter and say richard um uh i just want to i'd love to have a chat with you and just apologize for a few things and he's never replied to me chris never replied to me so in my head this this tiny little grain, these two sentences over the years have uh, they they have turned into a huge boulder that I've been carrying around. And Catherine will bear witness to this. The few times that Richard Madeley has been in this building, uh, filling in for Eamon Holmes as he does from time to time, I have come in late, so I wouldn't meet him, haven't I, Cass? Yes. I've come in. I've, I've texted Cassing as he left the building because I was scared, Chris. I was scared. Um. So. On Monday morning, and I wasn't feeling well on Monday at all. I was, I was, I was not at my best, right? And I got up at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, four o'clock. I was getting picked up at ten to five, and I read my script. They they emailed my script through for Good Morning Britain, and, and it's normally Pierce and Susanna. It was Susanna, and then you found out it was. He Richard. said Richard Madeley, and I was thinking, oh god, 
Oh, God. And I felt awful. And I was thinking, I can't get out of it because there is a car coming to collect me in 30 minutes. Oh, man, I've just got to do this. So, I get in to the Good Morning Britain offices, and I'm, I, I, honestly, I'm feeling so ill, and, and, you know, kind of mentally, and I'm feeling so out of sorts, and I thought this is going to be, and I, and I, in my head, Richard Madeley was going to, was going to expose me on air as a bully and an arsehole, tearing down the, the uh, last four months of, of, of good, um, you know, um, the crying images I've put, I've put out there, um, and he was going to show me to be the arsehole that I used to be. So I thought, I've got to get him first. Got to get him first, right? So I'm in my dressing room. God, I've got my own dressing room. It's Richard Arnold's boat. And Richard Madeley walks past. Right? I've never met him before, never seen him. He walks past. And I went, oh, God. I've got to go and do it. So I stood up, and I walked out to the corridor, and he'd turned around and was coming back to me. And he said, Ian, I'd like a word with you, please. I think, oh, jeez. I said, Richard, listen, before you say anything, I owe you a, I, I owe you a huge apology. He said, oh, really? I said, yeah, look, um, years ago I made some really horrible jokes about you and your family. And I, he said, what, on the 11 o'clock show was that? I said, yes, it was. And he said, oh, we were fair game. Don't worry about that. No, I wanted to ask you what you thought was happening with Ant. That was it. And I was like, oh, my God. And, he, and, 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 and the thing that had been my big, massive thing for the last 12, 13 years that has, 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 has crippled me with fear, has prevented me from walking into my own workplace out of, out of cowardice, was nothing to him. But then, then I went on um, screen with him. And Susanna Reid said, oh, look, it's, it, I just discovered that you two have never met. Cue Daily Mirror story, Catherine, which you're going to read out for us, please. Hilariously. This the is the story that went online minutes after I've been on air with Richard Madeley. This is Daily Mirror, the intelligent tabloid. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. Headline. Headline. Richard Madeley asks Ian Lee to leave GMB studio after comedian apologises for mean and nasty comments yeah. about presenter's family. So the headline is, clickbait headline is, Richard Madeley asks Ian Lee to leave? God, this is going to be uncomfortable. Richard Madeley told Ian Lee to leave the Good Morning Britain studio today after they settled their differences live on air. Uh -huh. The stand-in presenter, who is filling in for Piers Morgan, met the I'm a Celebrity star for the very first time. Co-host Susanna Reid said, we just realised this is the first time Ian has met Richard Madeley and it's causing quite a stir. Yep. Richard and Ian were forced into an awkward encounter due to his remarks on satirical late-night comedy series The Eleven O'Clock Show, which ran in the late 90s. Well, well, it, well, it started... All right, yes, yes, but mainly it was in the 2000s. Carry on. The talk radio DJ... Hi. ...apologised for being very rude about Richard's family yeah. and admitted his comments were mean and had a nasty tone. Yep, 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 yep. Said that. A picture of you with your mouth open. Whoa. Picture of Richard Madeley with his hands sort of um, holding an imaginary bunch of grapes. Okay. Or yeah. is it a bunch of fives? Who knows? Let's read on. Who knows? Ian said, I feel I know you. We've had words before because I was very rude about you and your family. The, the words before were literally in the corridor 25 minutes earlier. You mean a chat? <laughs> yes. Uh, because I was very rude about you and your family on the 11 o'clock show years and years ago. I was really mean. Thankfully, there was no bus stop live on air. Thankfully. Come but, on, Mira, you would have loved but, it. But, uh, as, Rich, it. as Richard told him, comes with the territory and always forgiven. Ian continued, I loved the 11 o'clock show. I was so proud of it, but there was a nasty tone yep. about it. Ah, yep. oh, picture of you guys all sitting around the table going, it's okay. It's okay, guys. 
And one of Richard again sort of putting and his hands together. And that was it. And that was it. Richard replied, "You have nothing to apologise for. Yeah. It's showbiz. Don't so we're. It's a story about nothing. But a story about nothing. Suzanne Hold claimed. On. How did how did they get the headline? Ask you to leave. Well, because Richard Richard said. Right, Here we go. Got, there we go. Come Let, let's not spoil it. No. Susanna <laughs> claimed it was a historic moment in broadcasting as yeah. the pair made up, but then the mood changed. Uh-uh. Did it? Mm. Richard said, you're doing your job, it's fine. Can you leave now, please? Ah. And I then jokingly said, it'll be the second TV show I've walked off this month. Anyway, here's the showbiz news. That was it! The rest it of the presenters out... burst into laughter after Richard's joke. It turns out, uh, it turns out... Richard Madeley is, is just the, 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 the nice... You know, He's as nice as you'd imagine, if not a little bit nicer. He was certainly, and I'll say this now, and I'd say it to his face, so gracious to take my apology, so gracious, when he could have said, oh, yeah, I remember that, or, oh, I'd forgotten about that, but now, yeah, that really hurt, or nothing. There was no snark, there was no comeback, there was nothing. It was a, ah, don't worry about that. It was... What a gracious gentleman. Honestly, 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 I'm so thrilled that I got to do some bits and pieces with him, and he was so gracious. He's probably quite relieved that you hadn't mentioned the uh, poppy ad at you in the GQ magazine. Yikes! Anyway, Chris, I hope that clears up um, your problem. Yes, fantastic. Th- thanks for calling. 0344 499 The Late Night Alternative. We're back! The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, I'm on Good Morning Britain tomorrow morning and I'm planning to murder Susanna Reid. So watch closely for that. Let's see if the papers pick up on that one. 0344 499 The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. I've been away. I'm back. Um, Catherine Boyle has been here the whole time. Yeah. Um, fan Dabby Dozy, indeed. Um, and we have just watched, me for the umpteenth time, ump, umpteenth? Yeah, go on. Umpteenth, umpteenth um- time, umpteenth time, and you for the first time, the, uh, which for me is, is the best of all Mike Lee's plays and films and television and movies and things. Nuts in May. It's just, it's just Perfect. Perfect in a way that I, I think um, Abigail's party isn't. Abigail's party is is great and is brilliant. I do think some of the performances are perhaps a little... They, they may be turned up to, to 10 or 11 when they may, could be dialed down to 7 or 8. A little bit extra. A little bit extra. Um, but, but, uh, uh, but Nuts in May, I think, is absolutely special. Spot on, perfect. The, tr- the trouble is, after sitting there watching, and I've not seen it all yet. Yeah, we've got, yeah, we've got about last fifteen minutes to go. Yet yeah. he's bleeding crying, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop talking like Candice Marie. Well, that's right, Candice Marie. Now you need to do it seventy-two times. It's <laughs> it's ju- if you've not seen it, right? Switch this rubbish off. I mean, th- this is nothing. Go and go and watch Mike Lee's Nuts in May. I tell you what, uh, what, what might put you off your stroke a little bit is it's very, very. Slow. If you like the detectorists, it reminds me of the detectorists. Mm-hmm. Actually, in, in, in just that, 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 that there are a, a long stretches when nothing's said. A lot of the humour's in the looks. It's completely ignoring you, Keith. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, uh, it's it's just little. It's so wonderfully done. So wonderfully done. And we've watched that. And we've got to watch the last fifteen, twenty minutes of it tomorrow. But such a joy. Um, I, I have watched... When I was away last week in Wales, we didn't watch as many crap films as I wanted to, but we watched some, including... We only watched the first half of this, so if anyone's seen the second half of this, please phone up and spoil it for me, because I ain't going to get round to watching it. Um, uh, uh, a black exploitation movie called Black Shampoo. 
Okay. And um, it really is something else. It's about this um, uh, uh, barber, hairdresser, called Mr. Jonathan. The name Jonathan is said 62 times in the movie. Oh, Mr. Jonathan. Oh, Mr. Jonathan, that's so good. And he basically (laughs) romps his way through his clientele. um, And then... One of then is his um, the the woman on who the receptionist gets kidnapped by the mafia, and then and I didn't see this bit. Um, he goes after them with a chainsaw. Probably, uh, well, no, he does have sex with her actually before before she gets uh, lots of sex. And there's one scene where he goes to a lady's house to cut her hair, and um, her two young teenage daughters are there, and they strip off and start having sex with Mr. Jonathan. Oh, Mr. Jonathan, you're so good. And then mum comes out, and, says, and th- then the teenagers jump in the pool, because um, mum can't swim, and then she starts having sex with Mr Jonathan to show the girls where they're going wrong. Now, my mum always had a mobile hairdresser. That never happened. What a movie. What a movie. Um, 03444991000. I, I should warn you now, it takes about three or four shows for me to get back into my stride, guys. So let's, 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 keep, these, let's keep these calls a-coming, shall we? Let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm very, very well, Tony. What have you got for us? Um, I've got three things for you, if I may. Here we go. Let's have it. Um, one is a, uh, a catch-up. Um, I called you a few weeks ago. Um, Tony's not my real name. I've had a lot of crying down the phone to you, if you uh, remember. Okay, yes. Oh, I blocked you on Twitter <laughs> yesterday for being a dick. Yes, yes. Say again, sorry? I blocked you on Twitter yesterday. It was, oh, you, you, oh, well, uh, this, uh, this is not a complaint, by the way, at all. Okay. Um, but yes, I, I called up, I was, I was a, um, about TV, and I was, um, yes. uh, uh, did lots of blubbing. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and it was, uh, yeah. Um, but I wanted to give you a quick update, because lots of people were very kind, really. Yes. And um, they contacted, you know, mentioned it and said, um, you know, I wanted to know if I was okay and things, and uh, that was very nice of them. So I set up a Twitter account um, uh, so I could interact with yes. and with the show while remaining kind of anonymous, yes. which obviously I want to be. Um, the other thing I've got, though, is... Because, you know, you, you, oh, you realised it was me, I assume. No, I blocked you. No, I blocked you, because you, you're annoying me. Oh, I'm sorry. What did I need to annoy you? Well, you, well I mean, you're... you're, you're, you're oh, God, okay. Here's the thing. If what you tweeted me was a joke, jokes don't work yeah, on Twitter. Of course. Well, no, 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 no. You say, of course, but it wasn't. It wasn't obviously a joke. Oh, okay. I should use emoticons. Well, or just just be aware that jokes, jokes, and sarcasm don't work on Twitter. They just don't work. So you sending me two tweets criticizing me for swearing whilst I was playing Monopoly. Um, it just looked, it just looked mean. So, uh, you know, if it was a joke, then, you know, okay, it fine. Very but, much a joke. Okay, well, that's great. That's great. But, but we've all learned something. But jo- jokes like that don't work on Twitter. So, just, okay. you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I said effing and jeffing was the phrase I used. Yeah, but I, and, I say uh, effing and jeffing a lot. So, uh, it, 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 what, here's, here's the thing about Twitter, right? And here's the thing about Twitter. And I'm getting really close to, to having a profound... Um, I'm getting so close to having something profound about computers and technology, and I'm, it's as vague as that, but I'm not quite there yet, but I'm getting very close to it. I'm so close to it. And here's, well, here's one of the things about t- uh, 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 Twitter. Um, uh, jokes on Twitter, they just don't work. They just don't work. And, and, and in, in, a, in a world where so much snarkiness is, is directed at people and is, is being directed at me at the moment, um, 
just my my tolerance for for I, I've just got no tolerance for anybody that I just think is is having a pop. Now you you won't having a okay. pop. That's beautiful. That's fine. I, then, I, then, I, then I we, we have no beef. We have no beef. We have no uh, beef. But no, I just no, you know it, the, the, the jokes on Twitter don't work. Okay, that's fine. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm building up to something here. Jokes on, on Twitter uh, 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 don't work. As I uh, tried to tell my dog yesterday, but she was too busy Zeke Hiling. Yeah. I get it. We got okay. it, guys? Yeah, yeah, we there? Yeah, we there, guys? The we there, we there, guys? Um, okay, well, Catherine, um, hang on, I... hang on, hang on a minute. It takes me three days to warm up. Catherine, you say you're... Don't open with it. No, okay, fine, fine, fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, you, uh, um, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute! No. Hang on a minute! Hang on a minute, I've got to be careful, because I don't want to go too far, but we've got the... Okay, hang on a minute. Well, you think that was bad? You should have seen what the cat was up to. Leave it there. Yeah? Okay, I mean... Yeah? Okay. That's pretty racy! Huh? Just keep it racy well, I've got, and not I've racy. Got, well, I've got a new gig writing for Jim Davison, you see. Um, yes, Tony! Hello, Tony. Hello, Corley, you're Hello. on the air. Um, yes, yeah, sorry, it was... Uh, well, it certainly wasn't intended to be, um... Well, it's fine, that's fine, uh, it's fine, it's fine. We're done. 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 There was a consequence of that, which, in a very tiny way, um, just in those. I think you mentioned today something about someone being nice to you in a coffee shop, and uh, oh man, yeah, little good. things that can you know little restore things your faith mean a lot. What song is that, Catherine? No, no. Why are you, why are you being weird for? What's this vibe now? There's now there's a vibe from you. Hang on a minute, Tony. I've got a vibe from my producer. I think I might Wicked block out. you. Sorry, I think I might block you. What for? Um, singing. Racist jokes. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair, fair play. Those are both good, very strong reasons. I, I, I can't Pet argue. stories. Can't argue with that. You wait till you see the pictures. You think the stories are bad? You wait till you see the pictures. <laughs> um. Yes, Tony. To- you're on the air, yeah. Tony. Okie doke. Anyway, my headline was. Yep. Um. Going to uh, my suggestion for the mirror is on this story. Yes. Is uh tears of a clown TV funny man. Yes. Ian Lee. Yes. Uh, in vicious Twitter attack. Oh. On, on domestic violence, violence uh, victim. Um, um, because I'm not. Here's, I'm okay, I've got it. I've got it. It's not joking. Maybe jokes don't work. I got it. I got it. It's 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 <laughs> okay. not it's not jokes on Twitter. It's it's you and jokes. I think Tony is perhaps. Oh, I'm sorry. There we go. That's great. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, if this don't get us sacked, then nothing will. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah, you see, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning restraint. Mute. <laughs> so, um, ask me. Um, uh, ask ask me a question. You hear no lies, okay? Ask me. Um, ask me. How can you tell when a chili? What can I do to make you horny? <laughs> Ask- How do you know when a chili? Oh God, no! This is awful. Is nosy? It doesn't. But this this doesn't work on. Uh, this doesn't work. Okay. How do you know? Because it's enchiladas. <sighs> no, because it's jalapeno business. <laughs> but it's jalapeno business isn't a phrase. It's not a phrase. Jalapeno business. It's not a phrase. <laughs> so here's 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 where I'm going with this. Jalapeno business. Here's where I'm going. It doesn't even make. It doesn't even make any sense. Here's where I'm going with this. Ask me how many, um... Try to burp. Oh, God. 
Really? Ask me how many... And you, well, you know the answer to this, but just don't be a dick. Ask me how many photographs I've got on my phone. Ian? Yeah? Curious. Yeah? How many photographs have you got on your phone? Six. Oh! 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 Hey! How yeah? many of those... No. No, 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 none of those. Here we go! Here we go! Eyes down for a full house, here we go! Here's how to make your life a whole lot better. Get all your photos... I had, I had six and a half thousand photos. Right, this is how dull my week was last week in Wales. I spent two days cleaning up my hard drive. <laughs> and in the process... Not a euphemism. Nope. Um, no, God, no, 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 no. That stuff's on a, it's on a little thing. Um, uh, and in the process, I lost 7,000 songs. Oh, no. Uh, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. And I was very philosophical about it. Um, anyway. No, you weren't. Oh, okay. So, here's what I, so, and, and I had six and a half thousand photographs on my, um, telephone. And so I took them all off and put them on the hard drive, right? And I deleted everything. It's quite, it's, it's a pain in the bum deleting. And I thought, right, okay, so I've got an empty, a phone bereft of pictures. How are we going to do this? What are we go- how are we going to make this... How am I going to make this work for myself in the year 2018, Anno Domini? Um, Anno Domini pizzas. And what I thought was, I know what I'm going to do. Oh. I'm not going to take anywhere near as many photographs as I have been. And I'm going to delete the ones I don't want. So, for example... Um, I did take a picture of my, um, penis. Oh, my God. I sent it to, um, uh, I sent it to someone. Was it a GP? And Catherine has yet to reply. <laughs> and I thought... Oh, I, is that what it was? <laughs> and I thought... It was a hideous sea creature. Okay. And that's rude. And I thought to myself, well... I've got the original article in my pants. Oh, God. At home, bizarrely. I'll explain that on another show. Um, I don't need to have this photograph on my telephone. So I deleted it. I went and saw my um, kid in a play the other day, yesterday. Took some photos of it. And I thought, oh, Jesus, really? I deleted them. Because you got the actual kid. Oh, sometimes. Um, I didn't. I kept, I kept some of those photos. I kept some of those photos. But I went through them. I took about 15 photos. And I kept, I kept four of them and a video, which was shot in 4K. Blimey, what was it? What for? I don't know. Uh, so here's the, here's the thing. Right? I'm going to keep the photos I want. Yeah. And the rest I'm going to get rid of. I'm going to do it at the time. Because everyone goes, oh, I'll, I'll go through these later. But you've got pictures on your phone of, like, a dinner that you had um, months ago. You've got a picture of, um, like, a snowdrop. You've got, um, like, a picture of you and some bloke um, who you thought looked a bit like your mum's boyfriend. All of that... You don't need that stuff. Get rid of it. Get rid of it, guys. And y- it will feel a lot lighter in your pockets. These are Ian... Your phone or your... These are... These are Ian Lee's life hacks. Life hacks with Ian Lee. Oh, my God. We're doing life hacks tonight. It's a life hack special. My life hack, number one, is to get rid of all the photos on your phone. Life hack number two is to, um, and you enjoyed this because you had to, I had to clear stuff off of your hard drive because your memory was not almost full, it was full. 
And I, you couldn't even download a program that would have helped get rid of the stuff on your memory because your memory was full. So I went into your hard drive and I deleted all the stuff that you wanted deleted. And it was, it's, it's, it's good, isn't it? It's excellent, yes. It's great fun. How do people, the general public, if you will, how do mm. they do that? I don't know. I'm not, not, not here to help these idiots. Oh. So, so. Um, I thought that was life hack tonight, number two. Tonight's show is um, life hacks. That's what we're going to do tonight. Life hacks. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. And I'm hoping that someone can give me a life hack. Because here's a problem, right? That no one... This is the last... This is the last great taboo. It's the last great thing that no one likes to talk about. Yet we know behind closed doors this is going on. Sometimes not even behind closed doors. Sometimes this is happening out and about. Okay? I've, I, it happens with me. But it happens with you, Catherine. But you do it. It will certainly happen with you. I'm talking beard dandruff. I have got a a terrible, terrible beard dandruff. I mean, it's terrible. Absolutely. I mean, jeez. When I went to Wales, I went to Wales on a Saturday night, and it was snowing when I got there. And it was. Was it though, or was it your beard? This is this is the point I was trying to make, Catherine. You've just ruined lovely two and a half minute monologue I've been working on for the last um, ten days. Doesn't matter. So we, it's great to have the team back, isn't it? Huh? Huh? It's just great to have this. We're just vibing off each other, guys. And this is all, none of this stuff is rehearsed. And I think that's the problem. We'll talk about that after the show. Um, so thick, thick beard dandruff. I mean, embarrassing stuff. I've also got dandruff in my hair and it dawned on me. Just hang on here a minute, partner. Hang on here a minute. I've had dandruff in my hair. Oh, 20 years? About 20 years? About 20 years, I was saying. And um, I've been using head and shoulders for 20 years. Aha. So you're not supposed to use dandruff shampoo for... You're supposed to use it infrequently. right? So I've been using head and shoulders, the anti-dandruff shampoo, for 25 years non-stop. And I've had dandruff for 20 of those years. Okay? My beard. Sweet Lord. It's like um, when I'm in a restaurant, I think I've knocked over the salt cellar. It's everywhere. So, guys, this is it. You, you've got, if you've got a beard, you've got the dandruff. Right. How the hell do we fight this? I've, I went online and I looked and it said rub lemon juice into your chin. Yeah, you got to brush it. No, 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 no. You told me about the brush and then I nearly went to buy a beard brush for 15 quid. The beard brush is only part of the solution. Beard brush doesn't get rid of the dandruff. And tonic. No, well, I don't want tonic. Because I don't want to look like Delbert Wilkins in 1989. You don't want Soul Glow. No, I do not. <laughs> so this is how tonight's show is going to work, guys. Oh, jeez, we've got Andre, Zach and Alan Caddick lined up. I mean, oh, God. This is how it's going to work tonight. Life hack special. 0344 499 1000. And we'll talk about those Russians that got poisoned. And we'll talk about Brexit. And we'll talk about Tommy Robinson being a dick. Right, those, those things. Uh, no, we won't talk about any of those things. Um, he got kicked off. Tommy Robinson got kicked off. Je, je suis Tommy. Oh, je, you're not. Je, je suis... Je, He's not Tommy either. His je, name's Stephen. Steve, Stephen Laxley-Lennon or something, isn't Yaxley, he? Yaxley, not Laxley. Yaxley. Yeah. Yaxley. Yeah. Um, you should let... You should let Tommy Robinson... You, you're scared. You are scared. They have Tommy Robinson on your radio show. You should let Tommy Robinson... You're scared of him. No, I'm not. I think he's an idiot. No, oh, no, no, no. You're scared of him. Well, I think he's a knob. Ah! By not letting them on your radio show, you're denying him his free speech. I'm not. Not everyone's got the right to come on um, an award-winning late-night psychedelic, surreal, esoteric phone-in show, okay? If he wants to phone up... No. If Tommy... No, here we go. Here we go. 
I would let Tommy Robinson on if he phoned up and did an Indian accent. Flipping it. I would let uh, that 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 I would allow. Catherine, you're not, we, we've not got that eye contact thing going that's so important in teams. I think we should probably take a break, Sam. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hello? 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 Who's that? Right, right, now, you, do you like music? Do you want to listen to a song? Oh, no, Joe. No, hold on, you're going to listen anyway. Right, hold on. Andre, is that you? Now, I want to move the town to the acid rocker. You need yeah. a little joke of electrical shocker. You need to move down if you only want to knock us. Nothing stands for pressure off the class city rocker. See the elevator, the escalator. Now listen to the tube train accelerator. Then you realise that you've got to have a purpose or this pressure's going to knock you out sooner or later. So don't complain about your use of employment. Jack it in. Forever tonight. Or shut your mouth. And pretend you enjoy it. Think of all the money you've got. And I want to liquefy everybody gone dry. All those are the arrows that poke up in the sky. Burn down the suburbs with a half-closed eye. You won't succeed unless you try. So don't complain about your use of employment. Jack it in. Forever tonight, or shut your mouth. Hello? Hello? Is that you? It's me, Andre. Yeah, how was that for you? I don't like it. What was you trying to say anyway while I've rudely interrupted? I'm I'm just saying hello. Oh, sorry, I was only singing a song. I thought, I'd be lucky on, yeah? And I thought I'd blast a quick blooming tune out to cheer Ian and Calf up. Nice to speak to sing to Ian and Calf. Did you like, like it? I mean, I bought my sandwiches on for fun, but the normal service has resumed. Normal service has definitely resumed, I'm guarantee you that. Because well, I'm watching on periscope.tv, so it's like Ian Lee. And I'm wearing yellow t shirts. Hello? Hi, Andre. Hello? Is that you, Andre? No. Who's that? Zach. Hi, Jack. You alright? Have you stolen your mum's phone yet? What? Have you stolen your mum's phone? No. So you're not young Jack? No. What, what do you want to talk to Ian about? Uh, don't know. Well, we set the agenda, and I want to talk about the real full Monty. Cool. Did you watch it? No. Because they're doing another one tomorrow night, and it's the ladies who are in the accent. 
I'm really trying to raise awareness for breast cancer. Hello? Hello? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, this is awkward. What is wrong with your phone, Zach? Nothing. It sounds crap! Well, it's not that bad. No, no, no. Listen, I'm a professional broadcaster. It sounds awful. We can't hear you. Well, I can hear you. But that, do you know what? That's not the point of the radio, right? Well, it is to a certain extent, but not, that's not the point of the phone calls to the radio. I need to be able to hear you, otherwise the boys and girls at home can't hear you. Well, yeah, I know that, but... But, and I can't hear you, so the boys and girls at home can't hear you. Yeah, well, I know that, but I can't get my microphone put on for my... To get my a phone! Use a phone! Use I'm a bloody phone! phone. Oh, boys, this microphone non- Use a bloody phone, boy! All right, fine. Thanks very much for calling. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ian Lee's life hacks. Um... Vixen socks. There's a life hack for you. Uh, that was my nickname at school, Vixen Socks. <laughs> I'm Vixen Socks. Um, what was that noise? I'll tell you who I want to kill. Um, Every time I see them, I just want to kill them. I saw one today and I thought, jeez. Oh, those, those, uh, it's men, it's always men on laid-back bikes. You know the laid-back bikes? You know the laid-back bikes where they're like about six inches off the ground, right? You know? Show-off bikes. Yeah, because I saw... I tell you what I saw the other day. Did I see it in real life or did I did I dream it? Did, no, I saw it on... T- I think I saw it on television, right? And I'd never seen it before. I'm going to say something to you that I don't think you've ever seen before, right? And it was one of those things, you, when you think about it, when you see it, you go, I've never seen that before. God, that right. It was a bloke getting on a penny farthing. <laughs> Have you ever seen it before? Does he use a mounting board? No, he block? sort of he sort of had to. Uh, I'm sure I saw this on a TV program. It wouldn't have been in real life. Did he cock it down? No, you've sort of got to. Um, you've got to get the bike going, and then you've sort of got to jump up. <laughs> Honestly, I, I've never seen it before, and I, I, I watched it. I went, "All right, that's how they do it. It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant." Bloke climbing on. A penny farthing. Guys, hit the YouTube. Go, go and find that. That's what life's all about. But you can do it. F- find a bloke getting on a penny farthing. Honestly, you've never seen anything like it. It's like we, we, Kath and I were in a, uh, um, a Chinese restaurant yesterday. And, um, oh, this was fun. We are in a Chinese restaurant. Do you know what they had up on the wall? Billy Bass. They had a Billy Bass up on the wall. I thought you were going to say John Nettles. No. Well, they did have John Nettles on the wall. They also had a Billy Bass. And I said to Catherine, oh, look, there's an original Billy Bass. They're worth about 200 quid now. She went, what, really? I said, well, that one, maybe it's a little bit battered. If it was boxed, you'd be close to 300. Really? No, of course not. They're Billy Basses. They were knocking them out down the market for, for a fiver at the end of their lifespan. Someone... I'm watching a man get on a silly bike. Go on. It's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> He's talking us through it. Just get on it, mate. Just get on it. Get on the penny farthing. Right. Penny oh, has he got a little? Um, he's got trick nuts. Yeah, but you've got you've got to get the bike moving because it's only got two wheels. Get on it. Here we go. What an idiot! Imagine being his neighbours. Who's okay? Who's the biggest idiot? Penny farthing guy or unicycle man? 
Oh. <laughs> um, it's close. Yeah. It's close. I'd like to get the stinger out for both of them. I'd like to see them joust. <laughs> but 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 um but but joust with those electric fly swats. Right. Um, Can I throw someone else into the mix? Mm. Yeah, sure. Those people on those electric um, one-wheeler things. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, oh god, yeah. Oh yeah. So, and yes. grown men that do wheelies through traffic. Oh, that's just, and also uh, men uh, men that um cycle with no hands to this very day. Yes. It's all right doing when you're 14, because you think, well, this is pretty well, cool, right? When you're 24, less so. Um, so... Yeah. I know I can keep this energy up for the whole show. I didn't think I'd, I'd falter at the first hour. Oh, you're gone. So, the laid-back bikes, right? So, you're six inches off the ground, mm-hmm. and you're, you're lying down on your back. Right? It's all like C5 technology. And I think... Now, you don't... Is the steering wheel under your ass? Yes, I think it is. It is, isn't it? You steal, you steer under your ass. So your feet are pedalling. So you're lying down like this. Like, Why are you doing that voice? Oh, because I'm, I'm a very posh gentleman and I've just got my first laid-back bike and I'm going to take it out for a spin. Nobody can see me because I'm no taller than 18 inches, but I'm steering with my asshole. What is the point? What is the point? And I see those people and I think, do you know what? Do you know what? The gene pool would be so much richer if we just got rid of those dudes. It's all dudes. I have never, and I never will, because womankind is way up. You're just too, too developed. What's the word I'm looking for? Looking for a word, Catherine. What is it? Cool. No, the word... Intelligent. No. Busy. Um, evolved. Evolved. What? You didn't say it. I said it. Woke. You are too evolved. I'm not having all this new age talk. You are you are too evolved. You are too evolved to want to go on a laid back bike. A laid back. I think they're called a batty rider. Is that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> you sure? You sure about that? You sure they're not called a batty I'm rider? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty I see sure. these guys just lying on, lying on their backs with these batty riders. Yeah. And I just think you guys don't deserve this. You don't deserve the same oxygen that I breathe. Hashtag Ian Lee life hacks. I wonder if they have to pass a cycling proficiency. No! No one, no one has to pass a cycling proficiency. What? No. Yes, you do if you no. want to ride your bike to school. Can I just say, guys, cycling proficiency at my school um, when I was uh, 10, um, I got the best in the county. I got 92%. Thanks very much indeed. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Did you also have a pen permit? Because I did. Sorry? A pen permit. What's that for? If you want to go from pencil to pen at school, you've got to have a pen permit. No, I, I, I went rogue. What? I just picked up pens and started writing with them. God, last week's shows must have been dull. Right, so... Um, so, th- that's who I want to kill. 0344 499 Who's with me? And, um, I mean, what are you doing on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that, right? Imagine that. If, if after a week and a half away... Where, you know, rumours of my mental collapse have been and all of the um, clickbaity uh, uh, things, right? If I then arranged on Saturday afternoon to meet everyone to cull batty riders and their laid-back bikes. Imagine! Imagine the fawawi there would be. But seriously, Saturday afternoon, I'm free, the family are away, I'm up for it. Let's, let's meet somewhere central um, and we'll take scythes. I'm not helping you bury the bodies this time. Oh, God, no. Scythes will be great because it's very low-hanging fruit, isn't it? 
Yeah, and they are lying down. Yeah, so. Uh, so, in the first hour of the show, I think we've um, solved the problem of batty riders, and um, we have offered an invitation to Tommy Robinson to come on the show, uh, as not only if he calls us with an Indian accent. And um, I've realised that making uh, jokes about my pets being uh, neo-Nazis ain't going to win me no awards. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative with myself, Ian Lee. She is called Catherine Boyle. Have I got that correct? No, no. Okay, Give me a different no, name. No, no, no. no that's, that's, uh, I need to see your papers. Oh, again, no, didn't mean it like that either. Right, let's just go to the break now. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Okay, I'm going to ask the question that no one's, no one here has uh, had the guts to ask. Why do all our newsreaders sound weird? Why, why do they all sound weird? They do, don't they? Be, be honest with me, Catherine. I think it's because they're talking properly. Well, we've got the other fella who adza the letter Aya. He's like a Mario. He says uh, there has been the car a crash. A princess Diana has a died in the Paris. Does that? He does that fella, right? And there's that bloke talking there. He won't be listening to us. He'll be listening to talk sport. Um, he sounded like he was asleep. What was that about? Um, you were spoilt, though, weren't you? You had a very excellent newsreader back at Three Counties Radio, back in the early days. Serena Farrow, yes, I did. She was great, and she's uh, managed to get her over here. She she's, she's does some shifts here now, which is absolutely wonderful. Serena was absolutely top, top-notch. Yeah. News reading, um, delivery, perfection, perfection. The, perf- the perfect news. I didn't mean Serena. There we go. So... Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um... Do you know anybody who rides a laid-back bike? And do you know um, what route they take and what t- where they'll be on Saturday afternoon? 0344 499 um, I've written down here men who look like... I've deleted all of my pictures on my telephone, which makes me better than you. How are you going to try and be better than me? 0344 Beard dandruff! Clickbait, murdering Susanna Reid, and wild, wild country. All of that to come up soon. The phones really are um, sluggish this evening. I can only, I can only blame that on the fact that we are not discussing the uh, breakdown of UKIP. We will be after midnight, though, guys. Don't you worry about that. Let's go to, let's go to Reese first. Good evening, Reese. Oh, good evening. How are you? I'm uh, very well, Reese. Well, I mean, well, I guess we're all right. We're at the side of the road currently in. Essex. I don't know if you know Stafford Morden. Uh, it's me and my mate Will. Uh, oh, I know Will. Yeah, of course I know Will. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, Will. How you doing? Hey, Will. That's all right. Um, hey. Basically, yes. basically, mate, we're at um, side of the road. I don't know if you know anywhere in um, in Essex. Like, if you know sort of Stanford Airport, we're near a place called Stafford Morden. Right. Uh, yes. Currently sitting on in a car. I basically went into a pothole. Uh, came out, got a flat, and we've been waiting for about two hours. Oh. Well, well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, guys, hang on a minute, guys. You got one flat tire. Yeah. Right. There's Have... no spare. There's no spare before this, you are. This is the thing with with cars. In the last five years, they don't put a spare tire in the back, do they? You get one of these kits that's supposed to fill the hole and get you home, isn't it? Well, 
I don't know where he's at at the minute. To be fair, sorry, we were going to get we're going to get a call back of you know where where we're going to you know this flatbed apparently. The problem is neither of us know how to take a tie. To be honest with you, I'm pretty sure no one my age right. have any idea how to take a tie. Right, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Shut, right, shut, shut the front door, you two losers, you two slackers, you bro- broken right. Britain, br- yeah. Brexit, you Brexit boys. Um, we're not Brexit boys. You're Brexit boys. Remainers. You're Brexit boys. Whether you like it or not, you're Brexit boys. You will eat my breakfast, Brexit for your breakfast. Brexit. So, is there a tyre in the back or not? No, not. Right, but even if there were, so what is in the back? There, well, there's I, well, there's my bag at the minute. There's my coat, and there's just some. Oh, well, it's not, right. I don't know. You like, know, the tyre is supposed to be under the, the the base of the boot. Yeah. Well, I looked there. Well, what is there? There's got to be something there, otherwise you're driving illegally, and it will be up to me to report you to the authorities. Well, no, there's, there's some stuff there. I can't bother to go out now because it's, it's freezing. What do you mean, can't be bothered? You're stuck in the boot. Go right. Go and have a look in the boot of that car now, boy. Right, okay, we'll have a look. We'll have a look. Give me a sec. Right, Brexit. Can't believe it. Right, there's right. Okay, well, <laughs> wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because the problem is... Cause the, no, the problem is, the problem is, the problem is that, 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 that. Look in the boot of that car, Brexit boy. Yeah, but I'm not a Brexit boy. I'm a you, you, whether you like it or not, you're a Brexit he's boy. A, he's a Brexit boy. Get down on your knees and suck my the Brexit. The battery's gone now. The battery's gone now. What do you mean the battery's gone down? Because we had the, um, the, the lights on for ages. Oh, you idiots! Do you, you have the lights of the car on? Tell, oh. me, tell me you're not sitting in the car. Well, yeah, we are sitting in the car. Ah! You're not supposed to sit in the car because yeah, supposing we're on, we're on we're on a back road, not on the main road. Yeah, exactly. So a lorry could come bombing round there and kill you. I wish it would. You and you and the batty riders on the low low back bikes. So I'm, is I'm there is can there? I, can I call you back? I'm going to have to go. The repairman is calling me right now. I'll... Right. These oh, people. These people. People, hold on, cause everybody's an idiot. Britain is broken with people like like him. What was his name? Can't remember. Dickweed. We're going to call him from <laughs> oh now God. on. Um, that was Dickweed. No, that's somebody's baby. That's... Exactly. I bet uh, you say that. I bet you was left on a on a doorstep in a Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket, <laughs> a family bucket. Greasy baby. <laughs> oh, imagine. Finger licking good though. Now, there are enough lemony wipes for that. No, let us go to. Who uh, was that actually? Because we should be grassing him up to the authorities. Oh, oh, don't, don't worry, don't worry. The, 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 is you, you, you're sure, whatever. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> yeah. How long did this show go on for? Remind me. Flipping oh, ages. Oh, you're joking. Good evening, Dredge. Ian Lee, Ian Lee, 275 and 285, Ian Lee, Ian Lee, National Radio Talk. That's what I like, enthusiasm. Uh, y- you can't buy that. Do you know what I heard there? Chutzpah. Chutzpah. What are you on, Lucas Aid? Mm-mm-mm. I'm, I'm on, I'm on Jesus. I'm on, I've got Jesus living in my heart. Well, that's nice to know. Yep. He's not paying any rent, though, so I'm going to have to evict him. <laughs> Wowzers. I'm just excited to be back and working with people that I love. Um, I like Sam a lot, and it's, I've missed him. What's he like? 
he's a pain in the ass to be honest. He's ratty, very ratty. He's a ratty boy, isn't he? He's a ratty boy. He's like a little rat just scurrying around. A little bit of bum fluff on his under his where, where moustache would be. Eating out of bins. Yeah, yeah. Just um, cheese. He's got. Um, he wears those fingerless gloves and um, a top hat, but the very top bit of the top hat is kind of ripped off a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like a chimney. I knew, I knew you were going to say top hat there. I don't know why. Well, be- all right, let's do this. Let's do this, right? Because something flipping weird happened to me today, right? Um, someone mentioned earlier on that um, I was in Costa, and um, a lovely young lady called Julia saw me in the queue in Costa. She went, oh, my God, I, I think you're brilliant. Sorry, who's that? Someone wants to show you their amazing new website. I don't want to see anyone's amazing new website, right? So, um, so, and, and she was really sweet, and she gave me a hug, and she said, I really enjoy what you do, I enjoy the show, you keep on doing what you're doing, da, 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 da. Okay, great, lovely. Then as I was sat in Costa, doing a little bit of work, trying to find someone to live, and a bloke came over to me, grabbed my hand, gave me a very firm handshake, and started reciting the serenity prayer to me. Boom. I was there. I was like, whoa, dude, thank you, man. It's exactly what I needed at that exact moment. Um, but here's the thing. I have to set you back a little bit further in time. Okay. Two days ago, two days ago, I was driving down a specific... I'm going to change the names. I was driving down a specific road in Slough, right, that I used to walk down to go to school. A lot of Polish shops there now, big Polish communities, a lot of Polish shops. And I stopped outside, in the traffic, outside a Polish supermarket, um... So it said, we sell all kinds of Polish delicacies. And I thought, well, I wonder what Polish delicacies are. I don't, I don't really know. And I, then I imagined myself going in there and saying, could you give me, um, could you, could, could you find someone to give me some Polish sausage? Could you slip me some sausage? And I was making myself laugh, Dredge, in the car. Cause, cause the Polish sausage could also be a Polish man's penis. Right? Okay. That was, that was a joke. I was chuckling I away. That, you got that. Right. And then I remembered, um, let me change it. Let me change it slightly. Let me change it slightly. What's this got to do with top hat? You're, you're going to find out. Let me change it slightly. It's driving down Farnham Road because I don't want to libel anybody. Okay, I don't want to. I've got to be very careful not to libel. So I was driving down Farnham Road. And there's lots of um, top hat. Now, Sorry. Will you please, please? I'm trying to get us out of a very tricky legal minefield. There were lots of um, there were lots of Greek, big Greek community in Slough. I don't want to libel a Polish guy. But if I, no. If, what are you doing? I'm changing it to Greek. Because yeah. I don't want to talk about the Polish guy, but it was. Right, so, so you want to say it's a Greek guy? The Greek, Greek. Speak up. There was, so there's lots of Wait, wait, huge... wait, 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 wait. You're going to lie for Greek? No, because the Greek guy doesn't exist. It's a Polish guy. Right, okay. The big Greek community in Slough, as you know, Dredge. And I stopped... The big out... Greeks. Lots right. of big Greeks. All right, that's racist, mate. Um, so I stopped outside a Greek restaurant, Taverna, loads of them, and I, was, I had a little fancy about going in there, asking if um, a waiter could slip me a Polish sausage, a Greek sausage. Kleftika. 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 Polikala. Kleftika. And And then I was reminded, then I was reminded of a, po- of a Greek boy that used to go to my school. And his name was... Um, it's... It's got to rhyme with junkie. Um, uh, Janos. Janos. His name was Janos, right? Janos, the Greek boy at school, right? And his nickname was Junkie Janos, right? Because he would sell you a joint right. for a pound. Sell you a joint for a pound. Joint joint for a pound. Joints for a pound, anybody? Anybody join? In Greek. In Greek, we got the joints for a pound. Don't do the voice. Who wants a joint for a pound? Hey, Marijuana joint for a pound. 
right? <laughs> so, and I haven't thought about, I haven't seen this guy, the, what did I say, he was Greek. Oh, I haven't seen this Greek guy since I was 18, right? And I'm 44 now, you do the math. Yeah, I haven't seen him for four years. Yeah, something like that. I haven't seen him since I was 18 years old, right? I haven't thought about him for 20 years. Hadn't thought about him. Hadn't seen him since I was 18. And I just remembered this guy, Junkie Janos. And the, you won the ba- you won the bay, I joined the four pound. Right? I just remembered it. Mm. Right. Anyway, journey continues. Um, okay. You know what, you know what this is going. I bought some marijuana off a Pakistani. No, I didn't at all. No, so I went into the Costa today, and the po- the um, the Greek lad, who I've not seen since I was eighteen, who I've not thought of for over twenty years, he was sat in there, and I went up to him and I said, "Oh my God, it's you." He said, "Yeah, it's you." I said, "Wow." I said. I know this is a long shot. You, you've not got any joints, have you? He said, yes, but they're five pounds now. And I took two. Unbelievable. I didn't buy any drugs. I didn't speak to him. But I, isn't that weird, though? The story is, the story is, the real story is. It's very weird. The real story is. What is that? That is weird. No, no, the real story is, two days ago, I thought about someone I've not seen since I was 18 years old. Uh, no, yesterday, sorry, yesterday, I thought about someone I've not seen since I was 18 years old. Today, I saw that person. Boom. That is, that is weird, isn't it? And I, I, I know what made it weird. Hang on a second. Let me, I, can do, I can do it again. I can do it better. Hang on. Um, okay. So, this is what happened. I was driving down a road. Oh, not in, again. All right, well, you know, but you get the you idea. get the idea. Okay, but that's they, that's weird, though, isn't it? Isn't it, John, uh, uh, Dredge? That, um, I nearly gave away uh, Dredge's real name there. Gosh. That's weird. I'd, I'd not, I hadn't, thought, hadn't seen him since I was 18. Not thought about him for decades. Two decades. Thought about him yesterday. Saw him today. You definitely got that the right way around. You didn't see him today and then think about him as afterwards. <laughs> Is you that what stu- happened here? You stupid boy. But now he, now he mentions it. Yes, that does actually make a lot more sense. Yes. <laughs> I saw about him. I saw him. No, I thought about him. Yes. What have you... <laughs> oh, dear. What have you got for us tonight, Dredge? I, bu- I bought a ticket for Rainbow George's night. What do you mean you bought a ticket? How much are they? Well, I, I say I bought a ticket. I think the place was a bit confused by my request, to oh. be honest. April the 14th, we're going to be hanging out with Rainbow George. You coming, Kath? Um... Okay, great. We'll be there. Yeah, no, I've got, uh, I think it's five pounds or something, isn't it? Um... Anyway, I've got, uh, they've, 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 uh, saved me a seat. Oh. Put it that way. Okay. They've saved me a seat. Well, um, <laughs> you... What? <laughs> <laughs> on your no, own? No, Dredge, if, Dredge, if you see me there, just make sure you wave from the other side of the room, Okay. Why are you there? Also, also, also. Yes, yes, yes. Um, why do people? Why did people used to wear top hats when they were on penny farthings? Sorry, you know, you you always see these pictures, don't you, of like people on penny farthings with top hats on? Yes. Why? Um, because that's where they kept their aerials, so they could pick up um, the radio signals, of course. They could, they could pick up Junior Choice, yeah. Thank you very much indeed, Rich. It's always a pleasure to, um, to speak to those with a, 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 a weaker grasp on reality than myself. Uh, we've got... Hang on a minute. Reese, were you the flat tyre Brexit boy? Okay. Well, well, the Brexit boys, you know, we're... we're, we're did, you, did you get any joints for us? 
No, right. Well, you, well, you'll, 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 you'll get plenty of joints in prison because I believe that you can buy drugs there legally now um, because you've been um, driving without a license. I've got a license, mate. Are your flies undone? Are my flies undone? No, they're perfectly done up. Yeah, I made you look no. And if I was there, I'd have hit you in the nose. Um, so can I just say? Can yes. I just say? Do you know who Johnny Vaughan is? Um, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan, 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 Johnny Vaughan. Because you just sound like him a little bit. Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan, Johnny Vaughan. Yes, of course I know who Johnny Vaughan is. I work with him. Really? Yes. What's your What's your favourite pastime? Not, not the same as Johnny Vaughan's, I'll tell you that. 0344 This is Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> ah, right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Here we go, 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 here we go. Here we go. Is Daniel for us, or is he for Talk Sport? He's for us, is he? Sorry, Daniel. We've got Daniel, we've got Stephen, we've got Ben. These are good callers. These are good people. These are good people. These are good people, right? Here we go, though. Here we go. we got we got shit-stirrers listening. Hello, my name is Peter Britton. I'm a shit-stirrer. P- P- Peter, Peter doesn't like the show so much that he listens to it quite a lot and um, points out the bits he doesn't like quite a lot. And he got upset. We had that guy that phoned up. That I had blocked on Twitter um, because he did he did what he thought was a joke, and I didn't take it as a joke. And I now have to protect my own sanity, and because um, I'm you know this is how I deal with things. I have a very low threshold on Twitter. I, I, I give people um, the benefit of the doubt generally, but if there is a couple of tweets that I think ah, if there's if there's one that's outright rude, you're blocked. If there's a couple where I'm not sure, I wait for the second one, and then I go, ah, do you know what? I'm, I've got a gut feeling. And my gut feeling is pretty accurate. Fella phoned up to say um, I, that he did did a few jokes, um, was you know had a gut me for swearing and stuff, and was upset that I blocked him. I said, okay, well, listen, jokes don't work, but I've got no beef. I actually said that phrase, I think. I've got no beefs with you. I said, we're cool. It's fine. Don't worry. Let's move on. And then Peter, Peter bit. Oh uh, yeah, n- nice work there. Nice work there. Um, I was really looking forward to hearing that guy. Uh, and once again, you didn't let me say anything. Great work, Ian. Great work. I said, well, y- you can phone me up, Peter, or you can get your own radio show, son. Well, y- y- you know, or why don't you get his phone number and you talk to him, right? So that, so that, you know, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay, people don't like the show. That's fine. They don't like that, but he keeps keeps listening, and, and, and that's fine. You know, that that goes on, and that's absolutely fine. Um. But then, then he starts chatting, and which is his right, with the fella that phoned up. And I don't know if you've noticed tonight, guys. I'm a little bit hyper, and it's because I've been doing so much cocaine today. That's a joke for you, Daily Mirror. You can have that one. Um, I haven't been doing any cocaine today, um, but I just I'm excited to be back. I'm overtired. Um, it, it, I'm relieved. You know, the last couple of days have been a little bit crappy, and I'm just it's nice to be back. And I'm, you know, I've had a little bit of co- cola. That's what we've had there. And, um, as Hannah says, Ian, you're Aggie tonight. Uh, I'm Aggie. I'm Aggie. I'll give you that, definitely. Um, so, uh, so, so, you know, the, the calls, a lot of the calls are getting short shrift, right? You know, as is the act from time to time. I, did, I didn't even speak to Alan Caddick. Um, you don't see him complaining yet. Um, 
so then he, um, where, where has he gone now? So then he's talking to the, the, the person that, that tweeted. And I've just had a look, uh, that, that called in. And I've just had a look. Flipping it. I, I, I do, I do wonder sometimes. Um, I'm going to block Peter Britt in a minute because he's, he's obviously, you know, unless he wants to phone in and defend himself. Indefensible. Of course he doesn't. Just like shouting into then, the ether. But then this fella, then this fella that phoned in and I, who I said I've got no beeves with is now going on about how I humiliated him. I'm making him feel like shit. Um, he feels effing awful. Um, and uh, he's upset. Uh, what, 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 do what? This, and this, dear listener, this is why from next week, Monday, we are, and Catherine and I have, have, have spoken about this. We haven't, but we will. Uh, this is why from, from next Monday, we're not taking any calls. The phone-in element of the show is being removed because I just can't, I just can't handle people thinking they get the show and then they don't get the show and then when, when they phone up and they go, they, I just, I just, I can't, I can't do it, guys. I can't do it. So from, uh, from Monday, um, there will be no more phone calls. It, it will not be a phone-in show anymore. Um, it's just going to be me. Um, talking, Catherine will be talking, but I'm afraid, Catherine, you're going to have to submit everything you want at least three weeks in advance um, before we can just just because I want to know everything, okay, guys. So, um, so that's your fault, Peter Britt. That's Peter Britt's fault, totally. And 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 the, the person we're calling uh, it the Brit effect. It's the 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 the, the Brit ass and the ass meaning ass. Um, so that is. Um, so that's Peter's fault there. So if you want to blame anyone, pile on to him. I'm okay. joking, guys. Don't pile on to anyone, because Twitter is a horrible, mean, viscous place. Um, pun intended. Good evening, Daniel. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing very, very well, Daniel. Um, yeah, so yeah, this is the first time I've called in. I've listened for quite a while. Nice one, man. Thank you. What have you got for us tonight? Um... I just wanted to say something because um, I've seen you getting some um, slap on Twitter about, obviously, like your illness and that. Yes. And, um, yes. Yeah. I've suffered from that for quite a while. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to say something about it. Um, it's. Uh, I've suffered from depression for quite a while. I, ca- I haven't been able to say about it to anyone. Uh, I've just dealt with it on my own. And um, seeing you being open with it about it on Twitter, it's helped, really helped me. It's on your show and all. It's really <coughs> helped me. Yeah. Um, um, it's really helped me get through it. Um, you have really helped me get through it. Just talking about it on your show and uh, on Twitter. Man, because here's the thing, and here's the thing. I, yeah. That means so much you saying that, Daniel, and I appreciate that okay. a lot, brother. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Because the fact that if I tweet anything about my head or my soul or if i say anything on here about it it gets into the you know not even the proper papers it, sometimes it gets into the papers and sometimes it gets into the online papers yeah and so i'm that. now yeah. seriously having to reconsider how much of myself i share on the radio and online i know it's such a shame it's such it a is shame it is it's disgusting how they've like sort of just turned it into like like headlines and 
Well, they're waiting for the car crash. They got a car crash with ants. Well done. Congratulations. They got that. They're waiting for the literal or metaphorical car crash of me. Yes, I know. Yep. And they all say, that all the papers do is, oh yeah, we're really, men's mental health. Yeah, well, men's mental health. Oh, men's suicide. Oh, men's mental, men's suicide rates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's a bloke who had a problem with drugs and he's just getting divorced and he's on the edge. Quick, let's, let's keep printing stories about him. And if we keep our fingers crossed, we might catch him drunk or we might catch him uh, jumping off a bridge. That's yeah. what they want. Feel sick, man. Feel sick. It does, and it, and it's a real thing. And I'm not saying I'm going to stop talking about stuff. In fact, there's a, th- a, a, a an interview I did for Channel Five, like a film on Channel Five, that I think might be going out next week because Dan Wooten from the Sun and from Talk Radio wrote quite a snarky oh. piece about it. Again, pretending he knows me when he doesn't have a clue who I am. Um, <laughs> I think that's going out in the next week or so. I don't know, but um, it does mean. Uh, it, it, and this is the thing. It, I've got to reconsider how much of myself I share, even though I know, yeah, you know I get people like you all the time, Daniel, saying um, how helpful it's been. You do help. You you've really helped me. Like honestly, mm. just be just talking about it. How are you doing today, Daniel? Um, at the most, I'm all right. Yeah. Um, just being on you, I'm all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I'm going to beat tomorrow. But, um, honestly, just people like you talking about it in the in the media. Yeah. Knowing that people like you are suffering the same thing, it really helps us. Like it really does. Ah, it just, Daniel. It, it, dis- it disgusts me that the media are having to go at you. It's yeah. disgusting. Isn't it's weird, isn't it? It's weird, and this is this is a, completely alien to me. And I've had a couple of people get in touch today and say you're all right with all that. And I said, well, I suppose I'll get used to it. Um, and I, but I shouldn't have to get used to. It. What's the one? I, I, what's the one that was up today, Catherine? About um, suicide and oh, kind, um, oh, this kind of rubbish. Something about you saying you were struggling despite um, insisting you weren't suicidal the other week. <sighs> Bloody, I mean, what? Imagine I had cancer, Daniel. Right? Imagine I had cancer, right, and they were yeah, doing yeah. the same kind of stories about all oh, Ian Ian Lee's cancer's exactly, a, it's yeah. a little bit. He's been he's been puking up a bit this week because of the radiotherapy. Exactly. Yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. What? 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 You wouldn't do that with someone with cancer. It's the mirror again as well. But then everyone. This is the thing with these clickbait things. It's so yeah, new yeah. to me. The mirror does it, and then like Digital Spy does it, and then the Mail does and it, then and all then all the bots. All the bots. It's the weirdest thing. Well, listen, Daniel, you've given me. Th- um, hang on. What's the phrase? Food for thought. And yeah. um, I really appreciate you phoning up and sharing that stuff, Daniel. And it's I, I, a disgrace I, what they're doing. Yeah, they're it's assholes. Disgrace. No, I, I have to have a little die. think. I have to have a little think about where I'm going with stuff. But here we go. Yes, that's a yellow. Sorry, that's a yellow sorry, card. Sorry about that. That's an F bomb. That's okay. Here we go. Sorry. Almost got lost in your beautiful accent there, that F bomb. But I, then my. I'm I went, really sorry. That's okay. Don't do it again. I won't do. Good. No. I know you won't. I know you won't. Hey, listen, Daniel. Nice one, man. Thanks for calling. Right, cheers. Take care. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. Uh, little F bomb snuck through there, which you would have got if you're if you're watching this on YouTube.com slash rabbit hole. You'd have got the F bombs. You get all the F's, the S's, the T's, the C's. All of that stuff is going on now. Um, we'll have Ben, then we'll have Stephen, then we'll have Steve. That's how it's going to work. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, oh. stable girls. Oh, I'm on the end. And stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Uh, Guardian Hawk saying, Dan Wooden is an actual friend of mine. He's just a journo, does what his editor requires. Blame the free press, not the writers. Lols, wrongs. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Here's the thing. All right, I'll tell you what. uh, No, I blame all of them. I blame the machine that does it. Um, I was on Good Morning Britain on Monday, and they really, 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 really wanted me to talk about um, uh, Ant McPartland's um, car crash about his stint in rehab. They really, really wanted me to. And I said, guys, the story was, Deck was having a baby, that had been announced. Um, and then there was there was stuff about, and I've just mentioned, and other stuff, right? And I said, guys, you know what? I, I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable being part of this machine that wants me to talk about these things. It was really, it was quite mean quite a mean fact that i didn't know and my life and i'll tell you i'll tell you when we're away from the camera kath my life is no better knowing this this thing they wanted me to say my life is no better for it and i said you know what let's the dex announced the baby let's talk about that um but i really don't want to go into the mechanics of what's going on with Anne. and they said okay fine and in in the end we sort of didn't and Richard Madeley brought it up, and I spoke to Richard about it actually before. I said, I don't feel comfortable with being part of this. And he kind of brought it up, and I then did this whole spiel about, look, you know, while I have my, my, my sympathies with the, the, the family that was in the other car that got hit, um, and, you know, and because it's a very traumatic experience, although luckily no one was injured, and, and, you know, there's no excuse for drink driving and all of that, and I know it's going to, um, to court now and stuff, but, um, I said, I don't want to talk about that because, it's none of our business we we are watching a man and to a certain extent his wife we're watching them at rock bottom where's 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 the fun what what are we learning about ourselves from that how does that improve our lives you know listen people have done wrong under the influence of drugs and alcohol then they've got to go and face the you know of course you've got to face the penalties and stuff like that but i I get no pleasure from kicking a man when he's down he's you know i talk about mental health stuff anyway can't remember what I was talking about. That. There's a difference between public interest and gossip. Yes, 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 exactly. And it is, um, it is gossip. And and I know that that Wooten works. I bumped it. I literally I physically bumped into him the other day. And I, just, I know it's their job and stuff. But um, I, it was my job on Monday, and, and I, I, I I didn't. And I'm back there tomorrow. So you know, we have the power. It's my job to come in here and talk about Muslims and Tommy Robinson and. Um, Brexit and Stormy Daniels and slag her off and it's my job to do that but you know what me and Kath don't do that we don't do that and we're still pulling a wage because we're not doing that um so no you be, be what is it be be the change that you uh once thought um uh, Mahatma Gandhi try again Mahatma Hapma Gandhi, Mahatma Hapma Gandhi, 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 Okay, Ben, this this is, you've waited almost 35 minutes for this. This is going to be short, but go on. Yeah, I'd just like to make some comparisons, because um, we've got people like Boris Johnson, who is like Jar Jar Binks, who's hated by the general public. Then we have people like Jeremy Corbyn, who, who to some is like Obi-Wan Kenobi, that is going to kill all these people. But 
I, I just like to, I just like to point out the fact that um, there is that um, he's already lasted. I got a minute, but he's already lasted a whole lot longer than he was expecting to, and he's run out of steam quite early on. Let's let's see. Let's let's just sit back, dear listener, and let's see where Ben's going to go with this now. Right. Come on, Ben! Come on, man! You thought you were going to get cut off in the first 30 seconds? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to ask you a question, Ian. You can ask me anything you want. Are you a fan of Star Wars? Um, I enjoy the Star Wars movies. I'm not not a fan of it, you know, I'm not a fanatic, but I enjoy them, yes. Oh, well, that's a good start, then. Can I ask you a que- uh, another question? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Ben. Just, uh, just take take it um, as read that you can ask me questions, okay? Yeah. Okay. So you you just ask me the questions as and when they pop into yours or your friend's head. Okay. Where you go? Right then. Um, do you agree that Darth Vader is really, really intimidating? Yes, he's one of the greatest. Hollywood baddies of all time. And this is why I don't think the new Star Wars movies work anywhere near as good. Because the the bloke that plays Kylo Ren, actually, um, I wasn't that impressed in the Star Wars movies, but I've seen him in a couple of other movies. He's a really good actor. He reminds me of young Sherlock Holmes yeah, from the young Sherlock definitely. Holmes film. He's a really good actor, but he's just not very menacing. Whereas with Darth Vader, that mask... And that cape, I remember seeing that. When and he was massive. It was. I remember seeing that whenever um, the sec- Empire Strikes Back came out, is when I went and saw that at the pictures, uh, 80, 81, 80 probably. And a six, seven-year-old kid, I was terrified, because it's, it's this big, black, shiny, but it's in- inhuman, the mask. It's, oh, it's great. Kylo Ren hasn't got it, I'm afraid. I, I agree with you. It's just, it's not the same, especially now. We've got all these, like, fantastical technologies that can create CGI and that. Yes. But we can't make good characters like we used to. Yes. And it really, annoy- it really annoys me, especially... No, it doesn't. What, anno- what really annoys you? Go on. It, it annoys me that they're they, they, uh, they just remaking it for the money. No, no, no. What really... An- that doesn't annoy... That might irk you. That might irritate you a little bit. What, what really annoys me- you? The whole idea of Brexit, to be honest. It doesn't annoy you. You don't care about it. I do care you about don't it. Ca- you don't care about it. I do care about it. No, you don't it. care. You don't care about Brexit. You couldn't care less. What really annoys you? Um. I'll tell you what yeah. annoys me. I'll tell you what annoys, what annoyed me today. I was pulling onto the M4 motorway. And the guy in front of me was going so slowly that I had to pull out onto the motorway and then slow down. And then I saw a break in the middle lane. I thought, right, I'm going to get in there. Um, and then the car behind me in that middle lane came close up to my ass and started flashing me. And I gave him the finger. But do you know what annoys me, Ben? What really annoyed me? He was what? absolutely right. I was driving like a dick. I was driving like a dick and it annoyed me. It annoyed me that um, not only was I driving like an idiot, I'd been called out for driving like an idiot and he was absolutely right. That annoyed me, Ben. What annoys you? Oh, um, what really, really annoys me? Go on, Ben. Give it to me. What really, really, really annoys you, Ben? What really, really annoys me is when you lend pens to people uh, with legs 
and yeah. he never put the lids on the pens. There we go! You've got it! Do you know what annoys me even more than that, Ben? Is what? when you lend pens to people, pr- yeah. pristine pens, and they come back chewed. Oh, Wow, when they come back. Hang on a minute. Catherine's got one. Catherine, do it. Do it. Now. Slam it out. Get it out. Slap it on the table. You wait for this, Ben. I know where this is going. Slap it out. Let me see. You buy pens, right, in bulk because you know that someone always nicks that with nice pens. Nice pens. The ones I really like, I like personally to use. Yep. Knowing that they're all going to disappear into Ian Lee's bag, never to be seen again. Come on, Ben. Come on. It really annoys you, Ben. And as well, when people ask you to take a page out of a book that you can't rip it out of. Ah! I tell you what annoys me, Ben, and I've stopped doing it now, is when someone someone comes round your house and they go, Oh, oh, you've got that on DVD. Can I borrow that? And you lend them the DVD, and then, of course, you forget... You forget about it, and then six months, a year later, you've got a friend round, you go, Hey, I tell you what, why don't we watch that Al Pacino? I'm sure I had it. I'm sure... Oh, no, I've lent it to someone. And you can't even remember who you lent it to. Here's Cat- another one. Go on, Catherine. When you've, got, when you've got a killer Wonder Woman outfit, right, and your friend says, Catherine, can I borrow your Wonder Woman outfit? And I'll, yeah, of course you can. Comes back, fine. Go, it's, it's in a bag. You don't think about it until the next time you want to be Wonder Woman. My you- bollocks had stretched it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She'd washed all the stars off my skirt. I had to get in there before she said she, you see. That was the thing. <laughs> She'd washed all the stars off my skirt and given it back. Um, Ruined. Go on, Ben. What, what, what really annoys you, Ben? Oh, people are moan about things and they never do nothing about them. Uh, that one's stupid. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yeah, 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 whatever. Rubbish, isn't it? Let's go to Stephen. Good evening, Stephen. Morning, how are you doing? I'm doing very, very well, Stephen. What are you doing? Good, sir. Well, just for your last call, what, what makes me really annoyed is, is Brexit. Now, before you start jumping down my throat, I just want to explain to you things. Um, this time last year, I was working in a financial... As a waitress in, in a cocktail bar, that much is true. I've got a feeling. Hang on a second. Hang on a minute, Stephen. I got a feeling, guys. Yeah. Um, if if you need to go to the toilet, need to go and make a cup of Horlicks or something. I, I got a feeling the next five minutes are going to be very, very dry. So you go and do that, and we'll let no, you know no, we're done. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Very quick. Okay, so okay. But the next three minutes are going to be really, really dry. Okay, right. Let me be quick. Okay, sorry. This time last year, working for a organisation, was made redundant in May last year. Spent six months homeless, and now just been home because my cut, my job is cut for Brexit. I spent, you know, like I said, six months homeless, living in trains, on streets. Hang on, Brexit like, hasn't happened yet. Well, but but my, my job is cut because of the job went. Huh? We can move to of Europe, and they and they said to move to Germany. I said no, so that is it. That hang is on, legal. so hang on, hang on a minute. So, so hang on. So what was your job? I was a financial services broker. Right, what does that mean? I was in charge of, of a hedge fund. Okay, so you're, are you the reason the banks crashed in 2008? 
No, no, no. I, I was in charge of a very, very small fund, fund for local government. Okay. Basically. So hang on. So ha- so what part of Brexit means that you didn't have a job? Because last year, is that when it came across, the, the banks, the organisations started saying that we, we're going to be moving our, our organisations across Germany because of Brexit, and they started moving across. They said, do you want to move across Germany? They said, no because I've got my family here, right. so I cut my job, I was made redundant. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, say that again, so what, you, you, you were asked to go to Germany? I was asked, but I didn't go because I've got family Right, here. okay, right, fine, so, <clears throat> yeah. so, and, no, no, let's, so let's just clarify something, and then we'll carry on. Yeah. Let's yeah, just clarify yeah. something, I like facts, so it wasn't mm. Brexit that's cost you your job, it was your inability to be flexible within the company structure that cost you your job. Okay, carry on. Yeah, okay, well, if you put that away, maybe yes, maybe no. Your, your job, your job still existed, and you were, you were invited to take your job elsewhere, and you said no thanks. So, so yeah, that, that's, I but, I the, but Brexit, so it was, it was your inability to be flexible, um, which is, which is fine. I've been offered jobs, yeah, I, not I, abroad, I, I, but I've, I've been offered been, jobs in, I, in other I, parts I, of the country that I didn't want to take, so I didn't get the job, but that's fine. But you can't blame that, you know, that you, you didn't want to go with the company, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So, I, I was there, and two months later, I was made redundant. Four months later, August, I was made homeless because of my redundancy. Yes. I spent six months on street homeless, now I moved in somewhere else, now I'm in, in the complete kaput. Well, I've now been moved to somewhere else. On the phone up for you, maybe see if you can help me. Okay, with, uh, where are your family uh, that you stayed behind to stay with? They're gone. What do you mean they're gone? Well... My family, I now my ex-wife is gone. Okay, we're, so hang on a minute, I'm confused. So when did she go? Oh, be- before the job went, because we were already getting divorced. But uh, you know, I've, I, I've got, I had family here, but my, my parents have, have moved on because they're, you know, so, so <laughs> place in Spain. So they, right, they so they've got, <laughs> so hang on a minute, so have you got kids? Uh, I have. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I don't believe you. Mm. How old's your kid? Eleven. Yeah? What, um, uh, boy or girl? Girl. Okay. Because you hesitated when I said, have you got kids? No. You, well, yeah, you did. Uh, there's something, can I, let me, let me get my cards out and put them on the table, Stephen. There's something about this story that just don't ring true for me. Go on, then. Like what? Well, um, the fact that, um... None of it, ri- none of it rings true, and I, and I, and I, you know, and I'm sorry to be so. I just, it, it just doesn't ring true to me, man. Leap of the toe, right? You know. When you say you work for hedge funds, what exactly did you do? I was in charge of local government fund, pension funds. So hedge funds, pension. For funds, local for government. Them. Yeah. Why would that move to Germany? Because the, the, the organisation he was in charge of have now moved the operations to Germany. Why would a local, why would local government funding move to Germany? Because it's much easier now for them to be over there and have much more easier passport of, man, of money from there to UK and keep control uh, of the money from, from there. What you said literally makes no sense. Tell me how a hedge fund works. Well, it works in tech, like, like, like you, you, you've got, you know, pension funds money up, you've got a large proportion of money building up, you're in, ch- you're in control of it, you work in proportion of money, you organise that, 
it's done by an organisation. The organisation now is actually working from Germany because they've got it's much easier now for them to work in Germany. Tell me how a hedge fund works. Yeah, I do know. Yeah, I'll just explain to you. Okay, forget the company in Germany. Tell me how a hedge fund works. What, 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 is, what is a hedge fund? Talk to me like an idiot. I don't know what a hedge fund is. Tell me. A hedge fund is basically a, 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 a small proportion of money, maybe a billion pound that you're in charge of, that you use to, to, to ensure that you've got the money in charge for business to work. That goes into business. The shares go into business. You're in charge of that. You control how much money the shares are, how much money goes between X, Y, Z, and you control that for stock. Of course, I, while you were speaking, I should have been Googling what is a hedge fund, because I've got no idea. Um, I, it, something doesn't ring quite true, Stephen, but uh, let's let's take your premise as, as read, shall we? I'm, I, even though I, I, something doesn't quite fit with me, but okay. Let's assume your premise is true. So you, you're, where, where, are you, where are you living now? In a hostel, did you say? Yeah. And wh- when was the last time you saw your kid? Four months ago. Right, and how did that go? Uh, not entirely well, because her mother, you know, has told her a, a, a stockpile of crap, and it's been like, okay, you know, daddy's saying it, he's in a bit of this issue, and mother's saying all sort of stuff, it's like, crap, you know, so it's not exactly going, going well for at the moment. Okay. You know, everything at the moment is going completely down the pan, where I'm almost on the verge of, you know, sticking my head in the oven and going, sod it, like the fuse, gas myself. Well, the, well he, he, he you, now we're getting, now we're getting crazy. Okay, well, don't, well, don't do that. Um, so, so what? So what, what, so what can I do to help? At the moment, you know, I, I've got zilch money until next week. All I want to do is get the same tweet. Maybe she can get me a takeaway. Get the same tweet. I'm starving. I'm really hungry. You know, I'm, I'm type 2 diabetic. I've got zilch food, zilch money until maybe the weekend. I need to eat. Can you help? Where are you? Elton. Um, wh- where are you staying? In, in, it's in a sort of hostel place owned by a housing organisation, so I'm in a house. Right. It's a hostel thing, yeah. Okay. You know, and I've got, I've got no food, nothing at all till next week. Right. Um, and, uh, it, you know, I, I'm literally, at the moment, on the floor, with nothing to eat, you know, so I'm, I'm not making much sense of it, because I'm, I'm not eating, you know, and uh, I've got, you know, my insulin nearby, Okay. Well, well, okay. Okay. Let's let's just. Okay. This is this this has become the weirdest call I've had in quite some time. But let's just see where we go with this for a moment. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if I um. Okay. So in, bearing in mind it's five to midnight. Yeah. In an ideal world, mm-hmm. what kind of food would you like? Are you a vegetarian, for example? Uh, no, I, I'd like a Chinese. <laughs> I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian. All right, all like right, listen, listen, listen. I'll eat anything. Um, cockpit? No. So, are you, are you straight up with me? I don't, yeah. okay, right, here's the thing, Stephen. I don't buy any of the stuff about the hedge fund. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all, don't believe it for a second. Not convinced about the wife and the kid, right? Not convinced at all. And I'm right not to be convinced, aren't I? 
But like I said, I'm, I'm not talking about anything because I'm not eating the toilet. Okay, my okay. But am I am I am I right? Am I right to think? All the stuff and be, dude. Come on, be honest with me because you're you're close to me trying to find you a Chinese restaurant that will deliver in Eltham, right? But yeah. don't tell me what you think I want to hear. Tell me what the truth is, right? The stuff about the hedge fund. I, 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 a finance manager, yes, I was in charge of hedge funds, but hedge funds. It, it, it's it's also quite difficult, you know. I, I was sort of sacked from the job, mentally, but, you know, I, I, I was working with city... Were you sacked from the job because of boozing? That's a no, serious... I'm, I'm asking that as a, as a serious question, you know, brother to brother. Yellow card, there's a yellow card. Yellow card, yellow card, yellow card. No, no more F-bombs, otherwise this conversation ends. Yeah, okay, so I, I basically told him where to go, and that was that. Okay, so nothing to do with Brexit? No. Right, okay, fine, okay. The um, wife and the kid—that was made up as well, wasn't it? No, Cal- I, I I was I was married to f- for for four years, two thousand three married, divorced two thousand eight. Yeah, so I've got a kid. You know, okay. I haven't seen her for a time. It's been difficult. I bet it's been difficult. Yeah, you know, she's well, she lives up in up in up in the northeast. All right. So, yeah, so you know, Stephen, are you in a place? Yeah. That. Right, and I'm not saying because I don't even know. I don't even know if they, I don't. Right, just, just just have this fantasy conversation for a minute. Are you in a place where if someone were to deliver some food to you, you could you could open the door and get it? Absolutely, yes. Right. If I hand you back to Sam, yeah, will you give him your full name? Yes. Your telephone number and your address. I will do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'll see if I can find somewhere that will deliver you a Chinese meal. Okay, Ian. Fantastic. I'll do that. What? What's the What's the magic word? Please. No. Thank you. That's it. All right, Stephen. You, 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 oh, it's not a touch screen. I can't to touch it. Yeah. Stay there. Speak to Sam. Well, so, I mean, I, that was the weirdest. Isn't it though? Yeah. What's going on tonight, Kat? I don't know what happened there. Is this what's going on? What's going on? He just really wants a Chinese. Oh, is he done? Fair play to him. If he's, um, people sending, people sending lots of abuse. God, what people sending? Um, what well, they don't like? Get his details, Sam. We'll, we'll see if we can find a Chinese open in Elton. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, Stephen. Hello, Ian. Right, the street you've given us doesn't exist. The, the Lucci Road. Yeah, right, okay, well, okay. How are you spelling it? D-E, yeah. and then L-U-C-E. D-E-L-E-C. L-U-C-E. No, no, hang on, hang on, one at a time, go on. It's two words, D-E, Yeah. and then L-U-C-E. L-E-C-E. It's off Alf, Alf, to Road, You mean Delesh Road? Delucci Road, yeah, that's it. L-E-C-H-E. L-E-C-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-C-E. Hang on a minute. That's right. Try and spell it at the same time twice in a row. L what? L-E-D-E. Yeah. Then space. Yes. L-U-C-E. L-U-C-E. No, it doesn't exist, man. It's a little tiny little cul-de-sac. I saw, I saw, well, I know. I've got Google Maps. They do, cul- they do cul-de-sacs on Google Maps. 
yeah. There's a little, little, little road up there called... Um, like, uh, there's, there's, there's Alfred Road opposite, and there's a little road opposite up goes up there. Don't give us... I don't want to... I've got it in front of me, right? Okay. That street isn't coming up, though, man. And, and Google Maps, trust me, Google Maps does cul-de-sacs. That's a good yeah. slogan for them. But we send, send that off to um, Zuckerberg. No, no, no. Google Maps. Yeah, it, it, and um, it isn't coming up. Hang on. It, it's the Lucci Road, a little tiny road. But I know that it's... Uh, yeah, I know. But it's not coming... If it's not coming up on Google Maps... Oh, man. Matt has tweeted, I'm annoyed at Trump. Can you send me some samosas? No, get, get out yeah. of here, Matt. No. Um, Trump, right, right. right. But he's definitely on there. Well, it's not. No, he, no, no. It's definitely not. This is my address phone. I'm, I'm on Google, Google, Google Maps. Google Maps. Don't. Okay, let's not get any. Okay, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Spe- spell it one more time. Right, so it's two words. D-E. Yes. Space L-U-C-I. I, I, he didn't say I, he said, said he. he, he said he, every single time, right, there it is, oh. right, you absolute pudding, right, um, no, there's no Chinese that are open, do you want a pizza? I love pizza, yeah. What pizza do you want? Oh, anything will do. Um, alright, alright, I'll, I'll order, uh, uh, <laughs> he wants a pepperoni pizza, um, oh, alright, here we go, pepperoni pizza, skip the, you're not getting extras out of me, for goodness sake, add that to basket, um, let me have a little look down. Let me have a little look. No, hang on a minute. A little look down here. Oh, no, that's... Right, hang on a minute. Right. Uh, yeah, everywhere's shut at this time of night, man. Um, so, I'm, I'm getting you a pizza. I'm getting you a good... Oh, yeah. right, calm down, calm, calm down, calm down. Hang on a minute. Right, all right, all right, dude. All right, dude. All right, dude. I don't know how this works. Hang on a minute. Well, I don't know how ordering food works. Um, right. Um, jeez, I'm, right, I'm going to order you... <coughs> what is your problem? Getting free pizza no. from a mug! My, my nan, when my nan was at Bogner once, and I was there, and this young lad came up and spun her this really brilliant story, and it was obviously bullshiny, she gave him a fiver, and I'm recreating I that. I've got a bad back, calm down, dear. Okay, I, 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 like, um, I like the way you speak to people like that. Uh, right, hang on a minute. I'm getting you that. I'm getting you that. Add extras. Add to basket. Getting you that. And, um... Um... Uh, I'm going to get you that. Give me that as well. Yeah. Shut, shut your face. going to get you... going to get you... Um... That. Right, okay. Hang on a minute. I'm making sure... Bear in mind he's diabetic. Oh, are you, can you eat chocolate? No. No, right, that's gone. No. Too late, buddy. Can no. you can you drink Coca-Cola? Yes, I can. Only if it, if it's sugar-free. Oh, Jesus. Or Diet Coke. You want Diet Coke? Right, I'll get you Diet Coke. Yeah. Okay. Don't be sending him a death parcel. Well, he's, he's, he's wound me up enough. <laughs> oh, I'd be so charming. Right. Yeah. Mate, I'm buying you a dinner. Button it. Um, delivery time. Um, I'll wait for you and I'm celebrity. The guy... Is very hungry, so please be quick. Just don't get in a conversation with him. Um, pay by card. Oh Jesus, God Almighty! I don't know if this is D E Road. Oh God, this is the worst day of my life. 
Um, want to pay by the, 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 want to pay by that? Uh, uh, uh. Place, place your order. Yeah. It's going to take about fifty-five minutes. That's fine. I can survive. Is that all right, mate? Can you survive fifty-five minutes without without getting a free pizza off some has been? Is that all right? Yeah. Dude, dude, look, look, I, I wait for you now. I'm a celebrity, so you know you should be able to get survive oh, from so that. Oh, you had one. a few, you had a few quid then, did you? All right, nice one. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a couple of years ago. It says here the restaurant has your order and will confirm your delivery time soon. All right, man. Good luck. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Ian. You a star. Ta ta. Bye bye. Um, what's going on? What the hell is going on tonight? I'm a bit peckish, Ian. Oh, I've got a feeling that he might get my telephone number. Oh well. Um, I'm a bit peckish. <laughs> get out of it. You're not getting any. Um, <laughs> dear, dear Mr. Ian Lee, I used to run a hedge trimming business in Sidcup, which is now relocated due to Brexit. Please, can I order an Indian banquet for six? Keith, get stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> if I've just been had, which I suspect I have, fair play to the fella. Fair play to the fella. He was hungry. He phoned up a radio station. He blagged a pizza and some um, coke out of it. Well done. Good lad. Good evening, Jerry. He's good man. Sorry? Take your time. Take your time. Breathe into it, Jerry. Breathe into it. I'm breathing. You can buy some Viagra. You can buy Viagra over the, sh- over the counter? No, I'm not. Don't do a joke about big dick. You can buy. <laughs> oh, it's a thing. Can, can you get it over the counter if you Depends take it off? You take, yeah. But you can buy it over the counter now. I didn't oh. know this. You can buy it over the counter. Pack of four. Have you ever taken a Viagra, Jerry? I don't think, I think it'll be good stuff. No, it, honestly, honestly, it's the most boring erection you've ever had in your life. It is the most boring erection, because yeah, you sat there, hang on, you sat there with a massive butt. Honestly, it's like unlike anything I've ever seen coming out of my body. And you're going, but I, 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 I don't know what to do. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not feeling randy. Can you go for a pee at the same time? No, you've got to stand on your, your head. Um... Oh, oh, that's an old Ben Elton gag, that. <laughs> honestly, it's there, and you go, and you, you kind of, and it's just like, it's just, it is like having a, having a bit of wood. It's like you've got a bit of wood, we've got a bit of wood, we'll do this, but you can't get rid of it for hours. For hours. Oh, God, it's a nightmare. Where are the papers? Because, did you bring the papers in? No. Bring the papers in, because there's a story about Viagra in the papers that I want to do. Oh, God. There we go. Oh, oh, that. There we go, thank you. So, Jerry, yes, my suggestion is take as much Viagra as you can and um, see what comes up. <laughs> I made myself laugh at that. Did you have a nice week off? Uh, I had a very nice week off. Yeah, I had a very nice week off. Went to a cottage in Wales with a couple of mates. We watched um, uh, terrible movies. We played video games. We read. We walked. I saw a wonderful waterfall. Um, and, um, yeah, it was lovely. Really, really nice. Thank you, man. That's Fully charged, ready to go. Ready, ready for the next mental breakdown, Jerry. That's good. It'll happen. Ready, ready to 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 eye up my ceiling as to where I'm going to hang the rope from. I don't say that. Well, you know, you know. Anyway, not, not a nice way to go. No, not a nice way to go at all. That's about can be the British comedian in Liverpool. Do you agree? Um, I'm... I'm... I, I, listen, I, I, I was never a massive Ken Dodd fan. I, I, but I understand, you know, a lot of people loved him, and that's absolutely fine. Good for them, good for them. It wasn't, it wasn't my cup of tea, but then if we all like the same cup of tea, someone would go thirsty, wouldn't they? Oh. Jerry, are you dying, Jerry? 
Okay. Uh, could, uh, well, uh, hang on a second. Just before you do, it, before you die, I'm hoping you've put me in your will because I've been so nice to you. Remember that time you were on the floor and we uh, we won an award for you. Uh, we we we. Anyway, so just if you're going to die, Jerry, just make sure my name's in the will, okay, mate? That's I know you. Yes. Uh, people have got your clothes on. Yes. What? People without any clothes on? People, people wear these sort of clothes in this area. Uh, have women's clothes sometimes. Right. I'm going to cut you off now. Bye. Up your bum. <clears throat> Brits can now buy sex drug Viagra over the counter in pharmacies. Um, but Viagra isn't just used between the sheets. Um, here, Jennifer Dunkerley brings you ten unusual and little-known facts about the tiny blue wonder drug. Chinese scientists gave Viagra to giant pandas in a bid to help them breed. <laughs> However, trials using the anti-impotence drug um, had no success. Just one milligram can help perk up your wilting flowers. Top TV gardener David Demoni who? claims that a tiny amount of the sex drug dissolved into, into water in the vase can stop your blooms drooping. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Seems rather um, elaborate. Viagra plan. can slow down plant ripening. Viagra can even help in the boring. Edinburgh University students took Viagra 16,000 feet up a Bolivian mountain to see what would happen to their boners. <laughs> One man's helmet exploded in a massive spunky blood bomb. Stop it! This is outrageous. Oh, my God. <laughs> Studies in rat, rats showed it could also help people lose weight. Jet lag could be cured using the wonder pill. Honestly, the most boring erection you could ever have in your life. For days. However, here we go. This jet lag could also be cured. Could also... Jet lag could also be cured using the wonder pill. However, the drug only worked in conjunction with light therapy... And only when flying eastbound. <laughs> they tried on several routes. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. Now, this well, is it. Really this is it. The US CIA gave Afghan warlords Viagra in exchange for secret information on the Taliban. Instead of cash or guns, the blue pills worked in return for intelligence, as many of the warlords had much younger wives. God. Poor wives. Um, really, really boring facts there about just go to the ads neon lit night talk for torch singers trolley dollies and train wrecks like me mm. never know just where the conversation will take you what I'm going to say sounds ridiculous the late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio I heard um, uh, 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 we go, uh, Nigel and G stay there I want to find I want, I want to find right I heard someone speaking the other day that I'd never heard speaking before. And it blew my mind. Now, you, you, it might not be... I've, I've not sourced this. So I've got to try and find... Um, let's see if we can find something. Um, OK, I'm going to play this. I'm not, I don't know this. He, he, he might, in the first second, say his name. But I heard this guy talking, um, and um, it was from the. Let's see if we can find something here. Um, 
I'm worried he's going to... I'm worried he's going to say... Who, oh, who cares? A stupid little lazy thing just to stop me talking to a nut job who phones in and sings songs about children. Right. Hang on. So, <clears throat> I'm going to jump halfway through this. And, um... Right, OK. It comes from uh, reading... The... OK, we're going to jump forward a little bit. OK, here we go. Right, here we go. In other words, one was six and one was ten. So the joy that they brought into my life for that length of time cannot be discounted. So... Uh, in perspective, uh, that's how I worked my way through all of that. Who was that? But who was that speaking? Who was that speaking, Catherine? Um, Actually, sounds more like him there than I was expecting him to. But who was that? Who? But who is the mystery young, voice? Young Bill Clinton. No, 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 no. My two sons. I had, the, I had them a uh, total of sixteen years. In other words, one was six and one was ten. So the joy that they brought into my life for that length of time cannot be discounted. So, uh, in perspective, uh, that's how I worked my way through all of that. And same way with the success. That's how I tried to stay level-headed and not go uh, uh, wild with success. Well, it's actually, it's, it's good. It's good, that, isn't it? It's good. I don't uh, know who it is. You've you got no idea who it no, is? No. Right, I'll, I'll Shut up. Roy Orbison speaking. <laughs> Roy Orbison speaking is my new jam. Seriously, it's like it's like the best thing. And I was like, so, oh my god, it was so amazing. And then the first time I heard it, I just turned around and went, oh my god, I can't believe that's Roy Orbison speaking. And it was like Roy Orbison actually speaking. I'm obsessed. I'm just like so. I turned around. I was like so obsessed with Roy Orbison speaking. Let's find some more Roy Orbison speaking. As I mentioned at the beginning of the program, Roy's life has been a mixture of great success and deep. That's not Roy Orbison. He lost both his wife and two children within a short space of time. Well, at at the time and in later life, I had a, a terrific partner. Uh, Roy Orbison speaking. Uh, I am a Christian, and uh, I could not have handled it alone. But uh, with the help I get from the man upstairs, then I could. Okay, mate. Right, so that's enough of that. Um, um, and there's loads of stuff. Basically, if you've if you got a computer, you can type it in and find it. Roy Orbison. Yeah. Speaking. Roy Orbison. Which is the noise that my scooter made when I started it the other day, not yours. Oh. Kath scooter won't start. I'm Bruce Springsteen. Sorry? And the first time that I what? saw Roy Orbison, Sorry? I was about 19 years old. Right, Talked about the first time he um, saw Roy Orbison speak. First time ever I saw Roy Orbison speak. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm, I'm obsessed with Roy Orbison. Um, here we go, it's Roy Orbison on Good Morning Britain. Here we go, so listen to this, this will be good. Yes, uh, here we go. Uh, we used to have a, a television show in West Texas. Oh, he became British. And, uh, became British Johnny in the 80s. to be on the show so he could... Uh, promote his uh, public appearance. He did, didn't he? And I asked John, and then we got to play on the same show as well, Local Boys. Looks a lot like Liza Minnelli. Isn't it? Here we go. So I'd say, you make me... The songs are rubbish. And the part was a candy-coloured clown they called the Sandman. Tiptoes to my room every night. Oh. Just to sprinkle stardust and to whisper, go to sleep, everything is all right. And then I jumped to the ending because I knew I was going to sleep. I said, too bad all these things can only happen in my dreams. In beautiful dreams. Went to sleep. That's the thing about Roy Orbison that no. I don't like. All the tiptoeing into your room. 
Um, yeah, I, I know, I know, but it was acceptable in those days, and, um, you know, he's a rock star. Uh, irritating. Um, <clears throat> oh, jeez, talk to this next guy, I really don't want to. Good evening, Nigel! Good evening, Ian. <laughs> hello, sir. Yes, hello. Really, woman, I'm not going to sing that. No, <laughs> no, she's too old for you. <laughs> it's, it's a boring song. Anyway. It is a boring song, he's right. I'm going to say it, yeah. I'm going to come out and say it. All of Roy Orbison's songs are boring. Yeah. Except for the one that goes, dum dum. What's that one? There's oh, one with know. there's one with the dum dum, the big kettle oh, drum in it. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. You saying yeah? I don't, don't remember that one. Dum uh. dum. I drove all night. It, it wasn't drove all night, but it was it was it was later. Terrible headache all of a sudden. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm going, 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 i am going i Button. You're not. Um, I, I had an idea. I would like you to maybe help me organise or, or, or uh, do a show in London. Well, in Hyde Park. Huh? I think I want to do something in Hyde Park. A, a Nigel from Maystone concert. Oh, my God, and then. I want I want you to, to be with me on stage and I the radio. I can't think of anything worse than me oh, being oh, on stage with you. It would be funny um, as well, <laughs> but I mean, I want some guests, you see, and I was, and I thought of you first as a guest, right. and Catherine as well. All busy. Um, but how would you go about doing something like? Who do you have to speak to the mayor or something? You have to speak to Sadiq Khan, yeah. Oh right, yeah. So it's worth a try, even if I don't get any results. Well, what, um, I, 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 what do you mean, like a big concert in front of 50,000 people like Paul Simons? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yes, but with you and other people, you could make it longer, make it probably two hours or something. Oh, God. Um, and what do you, what, what songs do you envisage? Well, I, could, I can sing half an hour of Frank Sinatra songs and then jazz drumming. Uh, for about half an hour, at least an hour. Yeah. And, well, I don't need to jazz drum more than half an hour. So that's an hour gone. And maybe you could sing... But it feels like so much well. longer. You could do comedy, uh, stand-up comedy, can't you? Yeah. It, I, I'm going to be honest, it sounds like the worst possible... Uh, listen, I'm, I'm trying mm. to kind of take a step mm. back from my suicidal tendencies. I'm just thinking that well, this... On if you don't want to do no. it, I, I'll try and organise it on my own. But I think that's probably I think that's probably the best idea, yeah. We'll look out yeah, for the posters. Um, mm. <laughs> Billboards. Well, it, it's only an idea, but I mean, I can do smaller venues, couldn't I? I area, think start yeah. small and work your way up. Tease them, tease yeah. them. There's a Le- Leeds Castle is near me. That's a big venue. That's, there's a big venue again with a big venue. I think you need to play a club that holds maybe two. <laughs> Could you play a phone box? No, but I mean, seriously. Yes, before, seriously. Before I get too old, I want to do something like that, you know, in Hyde Park. And, have, and you get Miley Cyrus on as well. Um, Nigel, how old are you? 60 now. 60. 
Yeah, so, Ian, I well, we're going to, to see Paul Simon play Hyde Park, and he's at that 74, 75, yeah. so... Is yeah. Miley Cyrus going to be there, though? Yeah. Well, I would, I would invite her, if I did do a show, invite Miley Cyrus. Oh, to live in your world, Nigel. Anyway, anyway, I want to talk about something that's worrying me before I go. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, um, I went to the doctors the other day, right, and, yep. um, you hear me, and, um, I had, I've got, um... A lump, a swelling on my penis. I know, I know it sounds funny. I've got a lump on my penis that's been there a year, and uh, he took a swab of it, and I'm waiting for the results tomorrow. I'm going to get the results tomorrow, but I don't know what, whether it's cancer or what. So it's it's quite it's quite serious because it hurts a bit in that place. You know, being on the end, nearly on the side of your penis. I'd, I've never heard of anyone having cancer on the penis before well well here's the thing right let's be um, serious yeah. yes men, yeah, yeah. men can get cancer of their penis i was reading the story about it two weeks ago yeah. it can happen it looks like an infection <laughs> it's a yellowy color maybe you've just got a, maybe it's just a pussy penis could be it could yeah. be a, could, have you got is it a weeping sore on the side of your penis no 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 it's just a, a hard call it's unusual it's yeah. yeah unusual okay well hope you're enjoying your uh, horlicks at home guys um, so what, I'm just wasting the results at the moment. But yeah, I mean, the other thing is I haven't had my prostate checked for a while, the prostate. Okay. Well, well listen, uh, when are you getting the, when are you, when are you getting the results from the doctor about the weeping sore on your penis? Well, tomorrow, I've got to go around there tomorrow. Well, now, everybody about. listening now will have an image of your penis. But they don't, no, I'm not seeing the doctor, I'm just getting the results of the swab. Okay, well then, um, then fine. But, but that's good luck. We, we, we wish you and yeah. your penis... Yes. Genuinely, I wish it... I, honestly, you know, well, no, no I joke here, I wish it. you the best of luck, and I, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. I don't want to have it off, you know. <laughs> I don't want to have the penis cut off. <laughs> but it's not funny, no, I'm laughing. You might have funny. to. No, I don't know. Hey, listen, yeah, man, go and see what they say tomorrow. Yeah, do and... you think it... Because <clears throat> it runs in the family. My dad died of cancer, my dad's brother, uh, sister died of cancer, and my... Did she die of cancer of the penis? No, but in different parts of yeah. the body. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah. people get cancer, you know. Uh, the, people get mm. cancer, you know, and, and um... Mm. But, but I wouldn't even worry about that. Go and see what they say tomorrow. Mm. The fa listen, mm. did, well, did you ask your doctor if it could be cancer? Well, he, he didn't seem to know what it was. This is what's right. worrying me. Right. If it, it could be and it might not, it could be. I right. don't well, know. Then go, then go tomorrow, mm. go and mm. see what they say about the swab and give us a call tomorrow night. And in the yeah, meantime, I'll, I'll say a prayer for your penis tonight. I, I, thank you. I want to get uh, organise a concert before I get too old. So okay. I'm, I'm not too old at the moment. I'd love to do something in oh, Hyde I Park. Do, I do worry about you, Nigel. What? It's my dream to do something in front yeah. of a, a thousand people. Well, thousand. we'll keep our fingers crossed, man. I wish you the best of luck. Let us know how yeah. it goes tomorrow. And I need to speak to the mayor. You write to the mayor. You think for a concert? Okay. Write to the mayor. All right, Nigel. Take care, man. Yeah. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. Then. Um, <clears throat> okay. Jokes and, and laughs aside, that's a, a man who's very worried about you know something that's going on there. Um, did he sound less with it than usual to you? More, more, you know, up, up in the sky a bit. Bear in mind, we spoke to him last week. Yeah, I don't know. To me, I've not spoken to him for two weeks, two or three weeks. And he sounds more... It's unusual for him to phone me this late. And he sounds more... 
disorientated. Yeah, and he didn't go straight for the song as usual. Mm. He was obviously worried about it was going yeah. on with his dick, and that's fine, that's understandable. And and you know, I'm sure the doctor will 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 sort it out. And and you know, but of course, that's a worry. We, we, we're worried about bits of our body falling off. And God, if it's been like that for a, a year as well. I, I you don't even want to imagine the state of that. But. Um, but I, I'm more concerned about the fact that he seemed more confused than normal. Mm. More confused. He's 60. And um, I know we have a laugh with Nigel, and I know we have a laugh at Nigel sometimes. You know, we do. And he, he kind of sets himself up for that, and that's fine. Um, but I do worry about him. I do worry about what will happen to him when his mum dies. And I do worry about his grasp on reality. And it just, the grasp just seems to be a little bit more tenuous than, than um, has been. Maybe he's having an off night. I don't know. But yeah. at least he's gone to the doctor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. If you like, don't believe my terms. You've been too many guys. Um, you can give us a call. Tell me like and uh, talk about absolutely anything you want. At one o'clock, you got Paul Ross coming in. Paul Ross coming in. Paul Ross coming in. Yeah, if he's managed to stem the bleeding, he's been shaving in the shower. Sorry. Yeah, he's been putting on Twitter. What? What an idiot! His tattered face. What the, what, 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 what he's been, been slashing himself up. Dude, what is he? He's got to be. He's got to be pushing sixty-five now. That dude. Don't start messing around with your shaving routine at that late stage no. in your life. No. If you've not got your shaving routine worked out by the time you're 24, then you're not someone I want to talk to. Don't experiment and go off-piste. Goodness sakes. Deserves everything he gets, that boy. Everything. Oh, dear. Uh, well, you're lucky I'm holding in the downstairs, because I could let rip right now. I could let rip right now, but I'm too much of a gentleman for that. You've been squ- if I start tasting that, you're dead. Oh, man. What? It's just natural. It's like raised heads. It's, 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 the la- it's the last taboo, guys. Yeah, we talk about um, cancer. We talk about um, mental health. We don't talk about guffs. You, you, you're waving it into a double door. Just trying to get some airflow. Let's go to G. Good evening, G. Hello. Yes. I'm. I'm struggling now because we just talked about Nigel's penis. Yeah. And I actually well, we'll carry on. Come I on. wanted to sing to you and go on then. It kind of doesn't work anymore because we were talking about Nigel's penis. Okay. Thanks very much for calling. Um. Oh, <laughs> what a show. What a show. So, um, R. Kelly's a paedophile. But we knew that, didn't we? Wasn't there a video? Because there's, there's basically, it's a documentary, it's on iPlayer, which I'm really keen to see. And, um, it talks about how he groomed 14-year-old girls and kept them as sex pets. Pet sex pets. Right. And, um, but I remember years ago, 20 years ago, there was a video of him urinating on a, I want to say 15-year-old girl, but she might have been 16. Either way, the age of consent is different in America. 
but there was a video. I remember seeing it. Really badly black and white video that was allegedly of, of R. Kelly urinating mm. on a 15-year-old girl as part of a sex game. You got it? You found it? Uh, no, I haven't found it, but I know that he married Aaliyah when she was 15. She was listed as 18 on the marriage certificate, and it was annulled because it was uh, annulled by her parents. Here we go. Um, oh, this... Okay, this doesn't quite tell that story about the 14-year-old girl. Singer R. Kelly has been hit by new sexual abuse claims. Former girlfriend Kitty Jones has spoken in a BBC Three documentary of alleged experiences from 2011 to 2013. She claims the singer, 51, was abusive physically, mentally, verbally and adds he gets some sort of satisfaction knowing he's taking control of other people. Can you find the thing about the 14? I think it was on Twitter. She claims she was forced to have sex with the star and other people on more than ten occasions in a sex dungeon. Last year, a website claimed Kelly trapped six women in a sex cult, which he denied. Uh, in 2008, yeah. Kelly was found not guilty of 14 charges of child pornography. What have you got? Our emphasis in The Guardian. Um, R. Kelly accused of grooming 14-year-old girl as, quote-unquote, sex pet. Yeah. R&B singer uh, R. Kelly has been accused of sexually abusing a girl since she was 14 years old. The allegation, the latest in a string of allegations of the sexual abuse of young women by Just Kelly. Just time out for a second, sorry. All right, and this, is, this is really, really serious, but I've got to say... Love the way you slipped into that newsreader voice. Boom. Just straight like that. You still got it, girl. You still got it. Go Never on, left. Carry on. carry on. You still got it. <clears throat> the allegation, the latest in the string of allegations of the sexual abuse of young women by Kelly, was made referring to another woman by former girlfriend Kitty Jones in a BBC Three documentary, R. Kelly, Sex Girls and Videotapes. During two years of dating Kelly from 2011 onwards, Jones, 34, says she was groomed by him and forced to have sex with him and others at least ten times in a sex dungeon. She says, I was introduced to one of those girls and he told me he trained uh, since she was 14. Those were his words. I saw that she was dressed like me, that she was saying the things I'd say and her mannerisms were like mine. That's when it clicked in my head that he'd been grooming me to become one of his pets. He calls them his pets. Made the women crawl on the floor. It's weird, isn't it? He's still going, though. He's still um, having the hits. He's always in the top ten. <sighs> With this smooth R&B. Uh, 2008, he was found not guilty of child pornography charges. Yep. yep. After he was accused of filming and photographing sexual encounters with a 14-year-old girl, he's reportedly made out-of-court settlements with various other women, including 1996 Tiffany Hawkins, who said she had a sexual relationship with him for three years from the age of 15. I mean, it's... Uh, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's a funny old world. Who knows what's going on? Um, no, it really is a funny old world. What's this story I've written down here? Here we go. Here we go. Uh, air passengers. This isn't a news story, guys. Come on. Air passengers are paying up to 8,900% uh, 8, more in-flight food and drink and an investigation found what investigation what someone went on a plane went flipping it you what, what sorry you want seven quid for a bottle of water god that's what, cause that's what it is you everyone knows you take a bag of sweets and a sandwich and a bottle of water 
for the flight, if it's a you know a couple of hours, little, little easy jet, three four hours, you, t- you take all that. Or you eat before you get on the plane. Or you eat before you get on. Or and I've done this. I've thought. Ah, I'm on my holidays. I'll, I will pay five pounds for a cup of tea. You know, that, that's it. We know that. You know that. There was a story here. Look at these idiots. Research confirmed. Confirmed. You just get on a bloody plane. Just how much more expensive onboard refreshments are compared with on the ground. Yeah, the, the survey looked at how much passengers would have paid for the same or similar product if they bought them in a supermarket. Well, this is cheating a little bit as well. Ryanair, for example, charges £2.68 for a bottle of San Benedito water on board. Whereas Tesco's own label water costs just 36 pence. It's not even like for like. Ryanair also charges pounds seventy-eight. For a bar of chocolate that could cost as little as fifty p, where's this? Yeah, where's the nine thousand pound, nine thousand percent more? Here we go. Passengers paid two pounds thirty for a can of Pepsi on board Jet Two, compared to the equivalent of just over thirty seven pence from a multi pack at a supermarket. Well, you can't sell those hey, individually. And here's the thing, guys. I don't know if you know this, but if you go into like pubs and stuff and you ask for a coke, it's a lot more expensive there than if you go and buy a multi pack of Panda Pops. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you knew that. That um, like if you go to a restaurant and um, you order food there, it's more expensive than if you bought a ready meal from Iceland. I don't know if you knew that. Jesus, God, I just want to get... Like, here's the thing, right? Oh, journalists, these idiots that write this clickbait bollocks online, whoever has written this story, Graham, Graham Hiscott, head of business, for God's sakes, man, when your editor phoned you up and said, what have you got today? You should have gone, some thing about you know blooming aeroplanes being more expensive but everybody knows that so do you Great know what job, Scoop. get it down i'm i'm not gonna turn anything in today boss i'm sorry oh for god's sakes this is how they've got the nine thousand percent increase you tell ready me, tell me the, the 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 company that did this survey also said, I mean, this is bollocks, right? This is, excuse my language, this is outrageous that this is how they've got the 8,900% increase. They also said the airline's £2.70 for a cup of tea. That don't sound bad to me, £2.70 for a cup of tea. Compared, <laughs> compared with the equivalent of just three pence for a single supermarket tea bag. Oh, shut up. An 8,900% difference. Well, here's, here's, guess what? If you go to your mum's, you can nick one for free! <laughs> Flipping heck! Jeez! What are you supposed to do with that tea bag? Just put it directly in your mouth? <laughs> well, 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 you, if you, hang on a minute, if R. Kelly was there, you put that in your mouth. Oh, right, okay. It'd be warm. I believe I can fly. Hey, R. Kelly, it's great to great to stay with you this weekend. I just want uh, listen. I've just dropped my bags off. It's great. I just went around the kitchen. You said how was, I couldn't find a kettle, and I'm I'm really gasping for a cup of tea. R. Kelly, why are you unzipping your fly? Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On talk radio. 
Hello. Yeah, there we go. Last um, 15 minutes of our lives. It uh, could be. Uh, I'll be on Good Morning Britain tomorrow morning at 6.50 and 7.50. I'll be asleep. Okay. Oh, uh, no, come and get up and support me. Then I'll be going home to sleep, and then I'll be picking up my kids, and then I'll be coming into the studio tomorrow to do some more excellent radio. Um, and that's that. Um, Saturday. Oh, Sunday. Not Saturday. Sunday. Do you remember... Did you used to get this programme where, where you lived? Sunday, Sunday. With Gloria Honeyford. Sunday, Sunday. What year was it? Oh, 85, 86. Oh, I wouldn't really remember. Sundays. It was brilliant. Sunday, Sunday was great, great little programme. Sunday, so it was just like an, it was like a Sunday evening, about half past five. Very gentle chat show with Gloria Honeyford. Just, just, just chatting with, you know, kind of, what was the, what was the point of it? Just chatting. I suppose so. You don't get chat shows now where the point of it is just chat. And it was like her and a guest. And she'd have like three guests on. I remember David Jones was on it once. So it's that, it's that kind of, you know, sort of, you know, I imagine, um, oh, uh, what's the fella's name? Titch Kenny, Marsh. no, Kenny, no, this was years before Titch Marsh. Kenny, um, He's in that thing next week on ITV where they all the, all the old people go to Las Vegas. Oh, Kenny yeah. Kenny Lynch. Kenny Lynch. Yes. Cameron, Kenny Lynch would have been on it. It was that kind of star. That show next week, Tuesday night, nine o'clock. Um, it's a series. Last, it's called something like Last Laugh in Vegas, right? And um, I heard about this a few weeks ago, and I'm genuinely excited. Cannon and Ball, Sue Pollard, Bobby Crush, um, Kenny Lynch. Um, it looks like Max. No, no. Not Stan Boardman. No, not Stan Boardman. Max Miller. Mitch Miller. Mick, Max. Anyway, Max Wall. He's dead, isn't he? Yes. Go look at the Mick Miller. Mick Miller. Is he dead? No, he's not. He's dead. Um, at Bernie Clifton. Few people like that. Um, go to Las Vegas and and put on a show. And I I can't wait. I hope I because I, I, I love. We you know we love all those people. We had Tommy Cannon and Bernie Clifton on and um, um, Eddie Large. Eddie Large isn't on that though. He's not doing that. Little like uh, no, he, but I'm saying we like yeah, those yeah. Guys. We love all that. We love all this. I e- email Eddie from time to time. Sent him an email, email a couple of weeks ago to see how he was getting on, and um, he'd just done something with Ant and Deck, I think, for Saturday. I think him and and uh, Sid had been on Saturday Night Takeaway, which was <laughs> which he was thrilled about. Um, and um, so I'm, I, I think that show looks brilliant. So it's all these old you know old school comics go out to Las Vegas and do a show. Beautiful. I'll have some of that definitely. Um, the phone calls have dried up, and that's absolutely as it should be, because it's a stupid o'clock. Oh, someone's... Uh, Jeff's made a poster. Nigel, um, Nigel from Maidstone. In association with and by special appointment of the local council, Nigel from Maidstone, live in High Park, with special guests Ian Lee, Miley Cyrus, and Lindsay Lohan. Join Nigel and friends... For this one-off show in Hyde Park, featuring all the hits from his phone calls to numerous radio stations, no backing tracks required. Saturday, the twenty-third of June. He's even got a date for it. Flipping heck! Tickets from three hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> and there's Nigel dressed up as like a town crier. Um. Oh, I don't know. I tell you, one of the I, I really enjoyed my week away. Right, really enjoyed it. It was nice because we had no phone signal. We had Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi was patchy. And we had to keep going upstairs and turning the booster off. We didn't have the Wi-Fi in this cottage. It was in the other cottage, and it was a really nice cottage, Airbnb, and it was in the middle of nowhere. And um, it was snowed in for the. I got there on Saturday night, and the snow was. Th- 
thick, deep and crisp and even. And that last, you know, sort of 40 minutes was a torturous drive through Welsh valleys. Wonderful. Loved it. I'm a good, I'm good at driving in the snow. Um, cause I take my time. Don't go too fast. And you've got something good. Just got to juggle the wheel a little bit, get a little bit of grip. Anyway. So I enjoyed it, and um, <clears throat> I uh, enjoyed being away from here because it's good to be. It's healthy to be away from work. I did listen to a couple of little bits of Tommy, but I tried not to. I didn't listen to really any radio when I was away. I tried not to listen to radio. I tried. Here's what I tried to do last week: was I tried to provide all of my own entertainment. Now, be, be that CDs or um, books or movies, or, or, I tried to not listen to anyone else's prescribed entertainment at a prescribed time, if that makes sense. But I did listen to a little bit of Tommy, and I always get a little bit homesick when I'm, it's my show, but someone else is doing it. So I didn't listen to too much, and I always get a bit jealous of you with another man. And I, I genuinely, do you know what I mean? When you with another host, I always do. It's just, you know, it's silly, it's irrational. And um, it did, I, I was going somewhere with this. My memory is absolutely shot to pieces at the moment. Um, it was going somewhere with this, yeah, it was it was a combination of being away last week and a combination of these kind of very silly um, clickbaity stories about his suicidal comic and uh, tragic... Uh, you know, and all I did was tweet, I think, yesterday, I'm just having a little bit of a wobble or something like that, and it becomes a story. And, you know, if I've said anything tonight about my mental health, it'll become a story. Uh, and um, so it's really given me pause to think as to how much of that stuff I share from now on, and um, how I share it. It's like tonight, I'm looking for someone to live, and I kind of wanted to talk about that, and I thought, actually, I'm not going to talk about that. I've talked about it now. I'm not going to talk about it, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, because then that also becomes kind of a... That could also be taken as a story, or it might not. You know, I don't know what, what they're, exactly what they're going for, but it might not. And, I, and I'm, I've genuinely got some questions about buying somewhere to live that I would normally, without any, you know, um, uh, second thought of come on the air and go, hey guys, so this is the situation, right? And I just don't know what about this, this and this. I just wonder if you've got any suggestions. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, Catherine, because I've discussed it with you, of course. Uh, and now I'm kind of thinking, I don't want to say that because then that might become a story online and then that might upset people that are, 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 and I'm, can you tell I'm being deliberately vague here, that might upset people that are connected with me somehow because it might be seen as, as a slur on them and all of this kind of stuff. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't quite know how much of myself I'm, I, I'm prepared to give in the show anymore. And then we get calls like that fella earlier on who said, you know, that me talking about depression and suicide and all that stuff helps him. And I know it helps lots of people. Yeah. And part of me thinks... And I think, to a certain extent, you found it helpful as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to upset people, you know, I don't want to upset people around me. And I can understand why some people around me get upset, you know, if if they're being dragged into things that don't directly concern them. And also because the way it gets reported is um, not accurate. And so um, conclusions get jumped to. and, um, and, And huge bits of context get missed out. But then I also have to be aware that, that this is my this is my life, man, and I should you know should be able to share what I want, and um, you know, clickbaity story. I mean, how many people see that clickbaity story? Probably not many. I'm not you know I'm not made in Chelsea or a, a, no, you but know. also people who click on it are always going to be disappointed because it's yeah. never the, the same thing that's in the headline. Oh, I still get people tweeting saying, "Oh, that tosser, stop banging on stop, about it." Yeah, you, you know, stop get, going on about get it. Get all that stuff. 
Um, so what I'm saying is, guys, what I'm saying is this, okay? Is, it, at the moment, I'm considering just kind of, you know, holding back on certain, um, things about... I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I don't know what I'm saying. Does that make sense, guys? What I'm, what I'm saying is, um, for the first time in a long time in my radio career, I don't quite know what it is I'm trying to say or what I'm trying to do or how much of myself I want to give. For the first time, for the first time since I've been doing radio properly in the last 15 years, I, I don't know how much of myself I'm prepared to give. And I've always given. Yeah, you feel like you've got to self-edit all the time. I feel like I've got to self-edit, and that sucks, man. That sucks. And I just need to get my head around. Oh, I just need to get my head around it a little bit. It's um, what I'm saying. But that week away was great, was it? Oh, man, it was awesome. It was awesome. Airbnb's incredible, isn't it? And it's a really nice. Go- oh, I t- so in this, I don't think I said this. So we got this cottage, and I, I rented it. And I told a couple of mates, I've got this cottage for these dates. If you want to come along, you're welcome. If you don't, you know, I'm going to be there. And one came for a weekend and one came for most of it. And I was on my own for the last couple of days. And its cottage was about three miles out of t- out away from this tiny, tiny little village. right? Tiny village, but it had three pubs in it. But it's a tiny village, a beautiful village. And I, I went down to the cafe every day, which was also the post office. And I, great. And on the Thursday, me and my friend Simon said, well, let's go down to the pub. And get some, go and have dinner there. You know, we've been told it's quite good. So we went down, right? And the, uh, the guy that we were renting the cottage from said, uh, if, "Go down to the pub one night. Absolutely empty. There'll be no one there. You know, Friday, Saturday, you get a few locals in. But honestly, you go if you go there on a th- Wednesday or a Thursday, you'll get five people in there maximum. Like, oh, brilliant! All right, wicked. We'll go and do that. So when is he? T- is he phone up? Say his pizza's arrived. Put him straight through. So went down there on a Thursday, walked in, screams. It was full of 17-year-old girls who just finished their A-levels, and they screamed as I walked in, and then were trying to get selfies of me without me knowing they were getting selfies. Stephen? Hello, Ian. How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, man. Has your pizza turned up? Just arrived now. That's all absolutely fantastic. The best I could ever ask for. Are you sh- a star. Okay, well, um, uh, enjoy it. Um, and I hope, I hope life picks up for you, man. It will do. It will do, man. After this, once I touch this, it will all go upwards and onwards. Nice one, man. Well, I, I, I hope it's all right, brother. Take care of yourself, yeah? Hey, you too, brother. All right, you take care. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. There we go. All right, go, Paul, come in. Just ordered pizza for um, one of our listeners. What are you doing for your listeners? What have you done to your chin? Oh, I got the shaving thing. I'm a sad middle-aged old male slut shaving in the bath. Yes. Okay, put a new razor in. Yeah. I didn't really need to shower, not particularly her suit. And I felt the top come off, and there's that three second, and then it became a sandpaper yeah, bar yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the bath, in my own blood, still got to rinse my hair. Yeah. Got to get out, try and dry without getting blood on the towels, failed. Blood all over the floor, on the side of the bath. The zombie apocalypse starts here. Now, was, it, was this like a new, was this a new shaving regime? Because you, you, you're, we're too old to mess around with our shaving regime. I, I, I must admit, I do slut out every now and again. About three times a week, I shave in the bath, because yeah. of the old hours we do, is yeah. my own excuse. But I do like a wet shave yeah, yeah yeah oh, yeah, and, yeah you know, definitely. and i bought the new kind of three or five or i think there's now a six blader you can why get in sainsbury's why don't they just bring out a 12 blader yeah. that's I inevitable used to, i used to have a cutthroat razor i bought in a jumble oh, sale yeah, and i got it sharpened did. and as i pulled it out and opened it i cut i thought i'm never gonna put it in my face <laughs> i cut my finger as i opened it we it have was, got 15 seconds okay. to flag up and sell your show two words 
Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston. Hear from him later on in the show. Oh, wow. Mate, wait, you know, he knows how to do his stuff, does Paul Ross. Catherine, thank you very much indeed. Paul Ross will be on after one o'clock. I shall be back tonight at ten. Until then, from us, ta-ta.